Wakey, wakey, Iggy Biggy. Tis the Smod Coast Morning Show, blasting awesome sauce all over your interwebs. Quick pass into the middle for Flanagan. Flanagan, lots of room, lots of net. Give it a Ching King with the hat trick. It had to happen. Oh, absolutely. It couldn't happen to a better guy. This guy's been playing hard all game. Every game of the season he comes to play, and it paid off right there. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the SNM show, the Sam and Ming show, broadcasting live from the home of the comic book man, Jane Sandbox, Secret Stash. Hello, Samantha Q. My name is Ming Chen. Is this the first time we're meeting? Hello, Ming Chen. Hello, how are you? Good, how are you? My, na- my name is Ming Chen. Hello, how are you? And goodbye. Can, can you say that a little more Asian-like? Uh, oh, hello. No, I can't. I can't even do a. I can't even do a like a racist impression of myself. I leave that to the experts. Brian Johnson is not here. Brian Quinn is not here. So I leave it up to you. No, I can't do Asian. No, don't do Asian. Yeah, I can't do Asian. Don't do Asian. Don't do Asian. Hello, Samantha Quintus, the Zen librarian in the house. In the his house. We're about. I'm I'm a little rusty. I know we haven't done this in a while. I missed the freaking crap out of you. Did you really? I did. You just saw me yesterday. I know. I did. <laughs> I did. I, I came in. You conned me into buying a pair of pants. I didn't con you into them. You yeah, thought you about them did. for like two weeks. They you looked good on you. They're lie number one. Well, yeah, I'm a salesperson. One, well, well, one, everything looks good on me, so that goes without saying. <clears throat> Number, I, I, I will tell the story that I had you try in three different pairs of you pants, did? and for every single one of them, you turned around and showed me your ass. Sure. Well, isn't that the whole point? You know, the. F- I don't know if that's something that a guy should be proud of. Like, oh yeah, look at my bubble butt. Like, why not? I don't know. Why, are you proud of your bubble butt? Yeah, but I'm a female. Okay. Well, why can't I be proud of mine? I don't know. I was just having this conversation. Why, I don't actually. understand why the double standard. Why the you're, you're so sexist. Why can't I be proud of well, my I was I was talking about got, this I, the other day. Shut up. I squat. I was talking about this the other day, <laughs> and I said, um, I resent, like, boyfriend-style jeans for girls. Why? Because, like, well, I mean, and they work for some people, so, That's like... all if, your if, if store you got, like, sells, by the got, way. Like, if you got, like, curves, it works for you. But, that like, is... me, like, if I want to wear my boyfriend's pants, A, my boyfriend is, like, a swizzle stick thin. So, yes, like, his pants are going to probably look great on me. But, like, if, why are women's pants getting baggier and men's pants getting tighter? I don't know. I'm not okay with that. I, like, I'm not okay. I, I have know. an ass, and I don't want to see the guy I'm dating look better in jeans than me. Well, that's almost impossible, first of all, but... That's a compliment. I know way, it is. I friend. know it is. And two, who cares? Do, do you want him to have uh, like a flabby flapjack ass or what? You know? No, absolutely not. So let him let let us have our nice asses too. What's up Whatever. with that? Whatever. So I, do I hint some jealousy here, perhaps? What? That, <laughs> like you that, know that you just, that you think you have a better ass? No, than I know I, do. I don't have a better one, but I I would you know I, I, I it's not bad though. It's not bad. Comparable. I'm getting, I'm getting there. Couple, couple Hashtag more. Hashtag modesty over Couple here. more months. Like, I, hey, I, I run. I work out. When was the last time you went for a run? Um. Okay, it's been a little while, but like two weeks. Mm-hmm. It's cold out. Okay. Come work out on my treadmill. Really? Yeah. No one is ever there. I could probably bring like a party of twenty in there with me. So you moved into you moved into your new apartment. They just opened a fitness center. You're the only one using it. Yeah. Except one day I went a little earlier. Usually I go at like um. 7.38. Okay. So I went at like 5 and I'm running on the treadmill 
and this like old very tiny woman comes in and she's on the treadmill next to me and she's like hanging on for dear life you know doing her like <laughs> two speed right um so so i was laughing at her and then this other woman comes in um and she went over to the bike and was like pedaling away and then right. these other two women came in and they went oh, to the so elliptical party. and then they all left and i was still running like the entire oh, okay. time that they were there well, you beat them. i ran like six miles the entire time that they were there i was just running you beat them yeah uh, congratulations! Of well, course, I mean, they're like, all—they're all older than you by thirty-five years. Yeah, I was gonna say when I'm on a treadmill and somebody's like running next to me, like it is a race. Okay. Like if I look at the gym and there's like somebody like and they're pushing up the speed, I'm like, well, fuck this! I gotta push up the speed too. Right. So. What um, I'm I'm looking. Uh, oh, here we go. This yeah, it was, these boyfriend jeans. Now, uh, if you're not familiar with the term boyfriend jean, uh, relaxed, a little more relaxed, like a guy would wear, mm-hmm. and. Um, they're popular with women now. Yeah. A certain market of women, not all women. Yeah, I would say, I mean, it's definitely aimed at like curvier women. But like for me, like I have I have the body of a 13-year-old boy. Like I'm not going to sugarcoat that. Mm-hmm. So like I have no hips. I have tiny legs. Right. I have like no waist going. Right. My yoga instructor has told me numerous times that I do not have childbearing hips. Why would he? Why, how did that come up? I don't know. Who, who, uh, that's, that's a little weird christian i know that's a little weird though male yeah he told me that I, I he just like looked at me one day he goes i gotta be honest with you you don't have childbearing does hips. he so want like, you to bear his children i, I don't know I, I, mean, I think that might be I mean, some like, kind of code i mean shit I, I don't know what kind of kids we would have they'd be like gorgeous little children but like my anger and his like ultimate zen that would just completely no they cancel laugh. each other out <laughs> all right continue our kid Boy- would have no personality continue um, continue boyfriend jeans yes so uh so yeah i mean they're they're made to be a looser fit but like if you're like me and you're like kind of a rail like they look terrible have you me. tried them on uh, because do. the majority they look like of mom the, jeans I, and that's exactly what they are well yeah they're high-waisted they're baggy yeah you can't you can't make out any shape yeah i'm not criticizing those like i have an ass i want to show that off okay well huzzah to you my friend well it's funny too because i've won i've won i salute that i highly endorse that (laughs) i've i've one male coworker, and i tried them on when he was there and he's like older he's not too old but he's a little older than me he goes sam he goes those look like something my wife would wear those are mom jeans think of asses woman's ass something comes out of me is that what he said no because she got off great ass yeah no he was just like um i i've never seen you in anything but really tight jeans i was like and you never will you never oh well okay well uh did you so okay yeah i mean you sell these mm-hmm. yeah i mean did you try them on to you know so you you're from more familiar with the product nope. you can help sell them you haven't tried them you refuse to try them on no i tried them on oh, but i didn't try okay. them on to be better you know able to speak of the product because right. like if i'm selling these things mm-hmm. like shit i'm not selling those things okay well, now you have to sell them because it's part of your livelihood. Obviously, I would sell them. Okay. All right. I mean, do you sell a lot of these these boyfriend jeans? Um. Because yes no. I'm looking at the stock here. There's a lot of them here. I'm just saying. You mean you're looking at the stock? Are you on the Eddie Bauer website? I am. We don't. We don't have to. We don't have to mention. I don't want you. You're gonna get in trouble. Like really? Yes. I'm not making fun of you either. There's a certain. It caters to a certain market. Mm-hmm. God bless that market. They're people of all shapes and sizes, and you wear whatever you want. You know, I have seen them actually look pretty good on people, so. <clears throat> yeah. All right. Well, hello, everybody. Hi. SM Show back after a two-week-long absence. We'll explain why, where the hell we were. I was working. In a bit. You were, you were still here. <laughs> I was just working. You were still here, but we are on live. You were listening to us on tweet the Smodco Internet Radio Network. You can tweet us. I am at MingChen37. 
I have my tweet machine up now. You can ask us anything and everything. That's M-I-N-G-C-H-E-N 37. And you are at... The Zen Librarian. Not yes. going to spell it. Never will. To. Never start. You don't need to spell it. So welcome welcome back, my friend. How are you? I'm good. I'm, right. I'm hungry. I'm finishing eating. So are you I'm pulling not... up Brian Johnson? I am. I'm eating on the pod right now. But I'm eating soup right now, which is probably actually worse. Because there's like a lot of... Like, well, what's like, worse? Slurping or... Like... <laughs> That's good. Except when you came in here and you're like, oh, I'm so hungry. You start slurping it down. You're like... <laughs> Humana, yeah, it was super. Humana, 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 it, was super it was super fucking hot. Yes. Like, let's be serious. And, uh, that was a dumb idea. Brian Johnson is uh, cr- a lot of crunching. He likes the uh, he likes texture. He likes the crunchy foods. Yeah. So I mean, I, I tried to, to eat my likes, burrito. He likes to eat. Yeah, I tried to eat my burrito because especially too when you're eating a burrito, like okay. once you start, you can't put it down because then it'll kind of fall apart depending right. on how it's wrapped. Um, so I eat my burrito before, and I'm I'm eating my fantastic black bean soup right now. All right, little plug for our neighbors at Surf Taco. Yeah, their black bean soup is like little plug for our neighbors like the at Surf second Taco. best black bean soup I've ever had. Surf Taco is our second favorite business in this town. Our first, of course, being Jane's on Bob's Secret Stash, located at 35 Broad Street, Red Bank, New Jersey. So I, I, I don't even know where to begin. I don't even know where my outline is. I don't even know where to begin. I, I, I'm like completely phoning this one in from home. Like <laughs> I'm not here. Right well, the, now. the last when you last heard from us, we were podcasting over at Gotham Red Bank. Mm, yes, which is our local speakeasy bar that opened uh, about yeah about three months ago. Uh, we were welcome we, we, there. We like interviewed 50 people. We did, and we were welcomed there with open arms by uh, co-owner uh, Joe Squillaro. So thank mm-hmm. you very much, yes, Joe. Thank you, Joe. Set up in uh, this this kind of sexy romantic alcove. Which it was. It had like a curtain you could pull back and mm-hmm. have some privacy. It like a little, it was like a little makeout area. We didn't make out though. No, we podcasted. Like we mm-hmm. verbally made out. I guess sort of. That's, that's, that's weird. like I weird. <laughs> that's weird. But we were next to uh, this play case with all, all kinds of Batman artifacts. Mm-hmm. And that uh, Gotham Batman uh, had the bat red bat phone from Six Six Batman. Had a Kryptonite ring in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, had a Breaking in the Bat comic book in there. Um, uh, I think there was a Tumblr in there. It was pretty cool. And uh, our first remote, really. First mm-hmm. time, yeah. Besides your house. Yeah. Uh, Which doesn't really like, count. Yeah. But yeah, we always talk about alcohol and drinking. So what yeah. better place to podcast? And from? we actually like talked to people that were around. We talked to our waiter. We did. Um, Colin. Which isn't really his real name. <laughs> I thought his name was Colin. It's not really his name. He kept so, replying to it. So I, I thought, know. I know. Nice and I guy. actually think he said it on the air too, like under his breath, like my yeah. name's not Colin. Yeah. Um, but, right, and I, I, I kind of caught it. So what happened was though, um, we've gone there a few times. Yeah. He's been our waiter together yes. a few times and I am terrible at names. So we, we get in there and he's like, Oh, hey, good to see you. Blah, blah, blah. And I turn to Ming and I'm like, Ming, what's his name? Like, yeah, and God. so confidently Ming is like, I thought, his Colin. Name, I thought his name was Colin. So we're calling him Colin. So at the end of the podcast, he's like, my name's not Colin. I was like, are you fucking serious? Like, I thought your name was Colin. He's like, it's okay. I completely forgot so what your is name. His name. John. John. Okay. But so I told him, I was like, listen, I was like, you need to understand that like everyone who listens to our show yeah. and to me and Ming, you're Colin. Yes. So now I just call him Colin. Yeah. Excellent bartender. Well, listen, we'd been, we'd been drinking. They kept up bringing us uh, Angel's Envy bourbon. Yes. And we were, we drank a lot of bourbon. Yes. Podcasting. And uh, I think it went rather well. Actually, it went so well that when I was, I was away in Dallas at a at a Walker Stalker Con, mm-hmm. I was walking back to my table. I think we had just taken like professional photos. And I was walking back to my table, and this dude stopped me. He was like, "Dude, dude, I love your podcast. That one you did with God at Gotham was awesome. You should do more of those." And it just it took me aback. Oh, dude, I was reading this. Was stopped by a complaint in Dallas. No compliment, compliment. Compliment. I apparently can't read. Yeah. Tonight. So, dude, if you're listening to this, um. 
Uh, I think his name was Colin. Oh, it's not, <laughs> so clearly his name is John. Yeah, his name John is probably from John. Dallas. Thank you for stopping me. That. And I mean, I, I don't. It, it's nice. It's a nice here. Compliments. And yeah. No. I, anything to do, but the we really like it when people say they listen to the podcast. Yeah. The TV show is great. <clears throat> yeah. But you know, we we have our advantage in 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 as much as we're after The Walking Dead. Um. We, you know, we got Kevin here as well. It's you know, it's kind of like. I, it, we didn't come up with the idea of comic book men. That was all Kevin, yeah, and AMC. So but really the podcast is something. So really, you're just sapping off his teat. What else is new? <laughs> We're looking at my, my whole freaking career. That's I true. built this career on ripping off clips, uh, video and audio clips and images from the movie Clerks. This is that, that's why I'm sitting here in front of it's, you. It's actually true. Had I not done that, I would be. Um, Making General Tso's chicken right now. For, uh, that's very true, actually. For assholes coming into, uh, like, Ming's house of Chinese food. So, so thank uh, you, Kevin. Sh- uh, Sean at Quicksilver3355 just said, After the last episode, I'm heading to Red Bank to check out Gotham and Broad Street Bakery this weekend. What's Broad Street Bakery? Probably means the Broad Street Donut Company. Oh, yes. Yeah, the Broad that's, Street Donut that's Company. That's not yes. actually in Red Bank. Uh, it's just, a little farther down. Yeah, I was going to say, despite its name as like Broad Street, it's not Broad Street, Red Bank. Yes. It's actually down um, in Oakhurst. So if you're going, make sure you... Uh, they should open one up here, man. Shit, yeah, well, I'd be freaking 350. They should just open one everywhere a Rook is. They should just be next door because they should. I just... Coffee I fo- and donuts. Yeah, I follow their pictures and it's always a cup of Rook coffee there. Yeah, um, right now the Girl Scout cookies are out right now. And so they've been <sighs> fucking doing... Crack. They've been doing donuts slash yes. Girl Scout cookie mashups, which yes. is amazing. Uh, their artist, uh, her name is Maria over there. If you ever head over there, ask for Maria. Tell them Sam Ming sent you. Yeah. She's amazing. She's also a fan of the show, the show and comic book man. So freaking triple threat. Thank you, Maria. Yeah. 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 So. Okay. Um, hey, dude, if you come down to Gotham, let, I'll, dude, I'll buy you a drink. There I'll you go. I'll buy you bourbon if you want. There you go. Or, or there's like there's like a, a glass of bourbon there that's like seventy five dollars or something. Make Pap- sure make sure you get that one. Pappy Van Winkle, fifteen yeah. year family reserve. Yeah, make sure you get that one if Ming is buying. They ran out. Well, that, that doesn't mean they can't get more. Well, actually, it does. Actually, it does because it's very, <laughs> very, very. It's, it's extremely difficult to, difficult to get this Pappy Van Winkle. Speaking of drinking, what are we drinking today? We are drinking now. Uh, we haven't done this in a while where we went out and bought beer and podcasts at the no. same time. Now, I was so going I to the liquor store. I was, I was having like a, a real long day at work. Okay. So I text Ming and I was like, um, you know, get beer for tonight. Yes. Um, and then about like a half hour later or like an hour later, okay. it, it occurred to me that I just asked you to buy the beer. Yes. So I had to send a, a second text okay, message to you. Said, Get something with a little bite in it, not any of that fruity crap that you like drinking. Why, why you gotta make fun of my my beer selection? Because there's a beer for every taste. Yeah, and well, not the Sam and Ming Show. Okay, well, we, I, we like there's a good beer out beers. there for everybody, and we I, like good I, beer. I happen to drink fruity girly beer. Fair enough. So, what are we drinking? Today? We are drinking this. Is a beer called Gridlock. Usually, it's a um, it's an IPA. Usually, or an, an India Pale Lager, mm-hmm. rather. Uh, usually, I don't like pale lagers. Okay. And this is a collaboration between our beloved Duke Law Brewing Company from uh, uh, Bel Air, Maryland, Baltimore, Bel Air, Maryland, yep. and the Mad Fox Brewing Company. Which is apparently right down the road? Yes. And the description here says, Duke Law and Mad Fox combined 40 years of experience and untold hours in I-95 traffic to create this clean, refreshing lager packed with the flavors and aromas of Northwest American hops. Pop the top and escape the rat race. Yes, 
So I saw this, and you know, anything new that Dewclaw. Well, it was comes funny too because then I was actually going to send you like a follow up message. I was going to say, actually, just get something by Dewclaw. Yeah. And you read my mind, so oh, that, okay. that's good. It was between this and uh, there's an IP called actually it's a double IP, I believe, uh, called Serum, and another one called Hellraiser. Yeah, I've had we've had Hellraiser. Yeah. Yeah. But Gridlock. Yeah, Gridlock. What is, do you think? I like it actually. It is very good. I like it. It's not. Um, it's not my favorite. Okay. Well, I, you're, I mean, I'm, I, like, I, I'm like a dark chocolate, you know, oatmeal stout kind yeah. of girl. So it's dark. not my favorite, but it's it's not, it's you not know. Gir- it's not it's, girly, It's though. not the worst thing you've had me drink. It's not girly. No, it's not girly. Speaking of girly, uh, I just wanted to mention uh, the Abita Brewing Company in New Orleans, uh, one of my favorite brewing companies. Um, really they, good at that fruity shit. Yes. They do a seasonal uh, right around this time called uh, Abita Strawberry, which I like very much. Uh, I've... I've um, <coughs> Publicly announced that it's one of my favorite beers, if not That my- was actually when I text you mm-hmm. about not getting some fruity yes. shit. That was the one that I didn't want you to get. Okay. Well, you could have just said that outright. <laughs> Why didn't you just say that outright? Anyways, it's seasonal. It comes out about uh, about now, about March. March-ish. March-ish. Yes. So it is out now. I saw it. And not only that, it used to only come in bottles. I'm happy to announce it is in 12-ounce cans now. Oh, Available so you could be real cans. classy. I could be real fruity. Wow. And girly. But if you are a beta strawberry fan, grab that. I, I, there was that one point where it was hard for me for me to get it here. It hadn't spread to New Jersey yet. Yeah, I needed friends to get it for me, <clears throat> and now I can go out to my favorite liquor store and get it myself. There you go. So, uh, so it's, uh, things are coming up, Ming. Things are going good. I hate that phrase. All right, they're not coming. Uh, things are just do, <laughs> things are doing great. Phrase. Things are going great. But uh, I am drinking this beer. This is in tribute to my mother-in-law. Who passed on? Who passed away? Um, about a week or so, uh, uh, almost two weeks ago, actually. Uh, actually, about two weeks ago. And yeah. part of the reason I was out last week <clears throat> in Ohio with my family and uh, awesome woman. Um, I like to. She would tell me. Um, well, here's a weird thing. You've you've met my wife briefly. Yes. Wife, very 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 straight laced, amazing woman. Um, I think uh, if you. Heart of what gold to put up with you puts up with my shit yes yeah uh but i think uh, i like the patience of a the app description uh, i think um i mean she's so great that you know brian johnson doesn't like anything brian johnson loves her so brian johnson likes her a lot your mother-in-law or your wife my wife oh she's, well yeah, everyone she truly, loves your wife wife we, is truly we we like pray for her daily yes. apparently our wife is truly a saint the twitter wives. um i i love you know most people <laughs> i love my mother-in-law my mother uh, a lot of people don't like their mother-in-laws yeah just I don't know overbearing. What, or whatever. Um, okay, so so obviously when when you were first courting your wife, yes, um, you know obviously when when you're dating somebody, you kind of and when you ask permission and stuff like that, you, you kind of have run-ins. You know, you, you kind of have like hang-ups sometimes sure. with, with with your family yes. and you know your other extended family. What's one of the funniest stories that you have about your mother-in-law? The funniest stories, like one of them. Uh, I think she would. I, I, you know, I think my mother-in-law kind of introduced me to drinking. I mean, okay. Yes, now, my mother-in-law, um, awesome woman. She had a little edge to her. I kind of like. Um, she's telling me there's a place, uh, a place not too far from here called uh, the Ruts Hut okay. in Clifton, New Jersey. It's, it's an old hot dog joint. Been around since I think in the mid 40s or 50s. One of the best hot dog joints in the state. Yeah. Um. So they have it's an old old brick building, this huge parking lot, and. That's she grew up around there, and so what I heard is uh, when she was growing up, that's where all the kids would like cruise and park their cars, just kind of hang out. And 
in the back of my mind, I just kept thinking like, wow, it's, it's like Greece, man. Yeah. It's like Greece. And I, I kind of thought my mother-in-law is sort of like Rizzo, where she kind of had like an edge. So and, could she drink you under the table? Oh, definitely. Most definitely. Well, I mean, not that that's hard, but. Yeah, well, you know, she drank, she smoked. And um, more often times, and she put up with my shit, more often times than that, she would defend my antics. So. So she was not a hashtag pray for Debbie. No, Man. no, she probably, no, she 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 could she didn't, but she she could probably punch me in the face if she wanted to. Okay, yes, but hell of a woman. Welcome me with open arms from the very beginning, and cooked a hell of a meal, and um, threw hell of awesome birthday parties, and uh, loaded me up with Christmas gifts that were far better than the ones my own parents gave me. Ah, uh, my mom, my mom <laughs> gave me my first cell phone, if you can believe it. Really? Yeah, and I've been, da- I've been dating my wife for maybe a year or two. She probably got you the cell phone so that you can call your wife and tell her where you weren't. Where the hell be I there. was? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know what? Maybe I think she she saw the future. Yeah, she did. Yeah, I thought. Yeah, I've been dating my wife for a year or two, and I you know I went over Christmas. You know, usually your um when you're dating, you know, your girlfriend's mother will give you you know like a ten dollar gift card or something. Yeah. Or I don't know, like a tire. Yeah, or like a shirt or yeah. something. But you know, I get this little box. I open it. There's a freaking cell phone in there, and this isn't like now where you can get a cell phone for like nine ninety nine. This is freaking nineteen like ninety six maybe. Yeah. Where you know, look like a Zach Morris phone. But I'm like, holy shit! Like, it, it was. Who, who didn't love those Nokia Lumias or whatever yeah. they're called? Yes. Uh, you know, and as a matter of fact, I <coughs> think I still had it. I have it. I kept it. Aw. Yes. So I'm, I am going to miss her. I. I hate death, man. Yeah, that sucks. I, uh, I, I, I kind of put it aside. I ignore it. Yeah, kind of. not probably not the best thing to do. No, I don't really acknowledge it. I just, I, I'm in. De- I, 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 I deny it. I actually, I was talking. I think death is probably the worst thing in ever in the world. I was talking about. Um, I hate it. My my aunt. Since Easter's coming up, uh, Easter was my my aunt's holiday, and um, you know the the real reason for the season in our family, um, and. We're last year it was our first year without her and we um we we usually went to this place Pantages up in uh Wachung, yeah. Snuffy's Clam Bar. Um Snuffy's Clam Bar? Clam. Clam bar, okay. Yeah. It's Pantages restaurant and um we uh I'm sure I'm sure uh, Michael Gaines knows what I'm talking about. So we um we would go up there. She knew the owner and she would have lunch with him every like Tuesday or Wednesday or something. So each Easter we would go there and it was our first Easter last year without her and we didn't go. I remember I was so pissed. Yeah. Like I like really just filled with rage because my aunt was stubborn. She was a pain <laughs> in the ass. I mean, Jesus Christ. Like she couldn't even tell people she was dying, you know, and and Stubborn she pain in the ass. It runs, she, runs, she, runs in the family, I see. She she wouldn't let anyone see her because she was vain as shit. You know, she didn't want to okay. look bad. I was the only person that she let <laughs> again, see her. Again, I runs mean, in the family, Jesus, I see. Jesus, like, Christ. She, I, she I was, think I like this woman. She was a real pain in the ass. And pain in the ass, you say? Yeah, she she was a fucking bitch most days. She criticized the shit out of bitch everybody. most days, you say? Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's <laughs> me. I mean, I get it. You know, and um, okay. I... um. But uh, this year, I, I found myself reminiscing about her a lot because for the first time, we're actually planning on going back to Pantages, possibly. Um, you should go. Even well, that's what I said. I was like, I told my even mother, if I was it's like, yourself. I was well, like, listen, shit, I'll go with you. I was like, listen, I was like, my my neighbors, um, they uh, or my 
my relatives, they live like way up North Jersey. Yeah. I'm not driving up there again. So I'm like, listen, I was like, it's either I spend Easter with Alex's family or if we're going to Pantages, we'll come up there because that was that was my godmother's yeah. thing. That was my aunt's thing. And um, it just it made me think about it. I was actually talking about her at work saying all the same stuff that I said about how she was such a pain in the ass. And I was actually like almost crying at work when I was talking about it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I definitely I, I remember when she died. I feel like I kind of tried to put it behind me. I feel like I like really failed miserably at that. Yeah. But, you know, I think there's still like a part of it that's unaddressed in my head. Oh, I, I, I mean, she was well, that was the thing, too. She's the kind of person that, you know, the reason why we didn't know she was dying of cancer was because she didn't say anything. Well, no, she didn't yeah. even find out. She wouldn't oh, go okay. to doctors. She okay. wouldn't. So by the time she finally did go to a doctor, cancer had taken over that her sucks. entire body. So, you know, she she kind of looked the other way from a lot of things, emotion and, you know, serious things included. So there's probably a lesson to be learned in there for both of us that I, I yeah, you got to deal with it. Yeah, I, I you got to you got to look the bull in the the face and grab his testicles or whatever that right weird quote is. But yeah, all right. So you know you're you know it's like that sucks. Yeah, no death. And uh, mother in law, hell of a grandmother too. So I was lucky my kids got to hang out with her for uh, a while. You were lucky that your kids got to hang out with Anybody? her more than you. I don't. I don't. We might be neck and neck, even <laughs> though she lives. She lived in another state. Yeah. But yeah, so I am drinking this gridlock in honor of her, and. Uh, Sean says he's going to take you up on that drink. Okay. Yeah, it sucks. Of course you want more time with people. Yeah. But then you look, you know, she got to see my kids. Got to got to see me act a fool on TV, possibly. Her eyesight was going by the end, so I don't know how much she actually saw, which is probably a good thing. Jesus Christ. And, uh, you know, you got to see my wife. You know, we got to see us get married, you know, graduate high school and college and, you know, a lot of milestones. That's true. Yeah. But... You always want more time. Oh, you you always want more time. Yeah. And um yeah, it stings. But so uh yeah, so I was in Dallas, so I went instead of from going from Dallas back to here, I went from Dallas to Columbus, Ohio, where she was. Yeah. The, <clears throat> the wake and the funeral and to take care of some things. And then we came back here. So it was a hell of a journey. Yeah. Kind hell of all around the US of A. Hell of a journey. Yes. But uh even before all that, well, well, so that's that's my mother-in-law, Judith Dompier. Thank you for everything. Oh, thank you, Judith. Pray yes. for Judith. Pray for Judith. Pray for Judith. Is, is that a good thing or a bad thing? I guess that's good. Yeah, just like pray for her. Like and yeah, thanks. Thank you for birthing your daughter, who will eventually weird. become my wife. It's like weird. Why you, you went there? Why? Because now we're all thinking of like childbirth and vaginas of your mom. My mom. My mom had a vagina. Yeah, like not no, thinking, I no. wasn't thinking of that. Well, now we all are. Thanks. Thanks, Steve. <laughs> now we all are. So, and thank you for putting up with my antics. Yeah. All right. Um, so, do you, last time, when we, also when we last left off, uh, you had acquired a second cat. I had. Kingsley cat. Kingsley to cat. To go with, uh, what's your other cat? Spencer. Name? Spencer cat. Spencer cat. Yes. And, um,. I don't even know if you had an update or not. Um, well, my neighbors uh, hate us. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so my neighbors hate us. Um, oh, right. So uh, I guess it was the so, footsteps, right? Yeah, they so don't it's, like it's the... the... You know, running back and forth. They don't like that. Okay. Um, news to them. I don't, like, wild, I don't like them. That so. w- loud, wild sex you've been having in the middle so, of the night, they didn't say anything about that? Right. They didn't say anything about that. So um, I guess, I don't know if... 
I think they're going through phases now. Okay. So I think at first they tried to be louder than us. So um, why is that? How is that going to solve anything? Um. Well, I I don't know. So uh, hold on, I'm just trying to get the uh, the clip. Okay. Oh, you 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 recorded? So? Well, so what happened was you're did I tell pa- you that they called the leasing office? So, so I they and they filed a formal yeah, complaint. So they they no, I did not hear. Okay, them. so they called the leasing office, okay. filed a complaint. These are your downstairs neighbors for are, anyone tuning my, in for the first my time. Downstairs neighbors that I've recorded and played on the show. Yes, my downstairs neighbors called the leasing office and they said, like, I don't know what they're doing up there. They must have a kangaroo. So Joe calls us and he's like, okay. Joe so the manager? Joe the leasing office okay. guy. He calls us. Do you have a like, kangaroo in there? I'm sorry, well, Barbara. No, he goes, hey, I didn't see no kangaroos on the lease. He goes, so your neighbors have filed a complaint okay. about you. He's like, I checked your file. It says that you have two cats, that you pay for two cats. He's mm-hmm. like, so I told them, like, had it, had it been a dog, like, maybe I would have told them to, like, play ball outside. He goes, but if you have two cats, then I just think they're fucking crazy. Right. Um, and he's like, listen, he goes, between you, me, and the wall, and, well, now everyone on this pod, he's like, we all kind of hate them at the leasing office. Okay. We're just kind of waiting for them to die. Okay. Um, <laughs> so that, okay. Basically. The, the, the so, one instance where death is a positive. So, perhaps. um, so he, uh, so needless to say, he's just like, just forget about it. So then I guess they tried to be louder than us. How are you going to forget about it, though? Um, like, so, you can hear them complaining. You can hear, you can hear so them. this is what happened a okay. few days later. Okay. This is at about, um, I don't know, seven in the morning. Okay. That's like sitting on my couch. In my or in my bed, like I could hear the They're watching TV. Sounds like they're fucking. Oh yeah, no, they're not fucking. Are you sure? She's watching TV. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm how sure. Do, how sure are you? I could hear the TV. Like, oh oh god, oh I hear groaning and moaning, my friend. So um so needless to say, I actually just I, sat there in my bedroom and then I sat there on the couch and I recorded like about an hour. Okay. I just like sat there reading a book, holding the phone yeah. and recording it. You have an hour of this? Yeah. Like I have just like minutes upon minutes of her so just not, fucking screaming. So they're not banging because they're too old for that. She's they're That's them. So that was, the that was them trying to be louder than us. Now okay. um, they've entered into. Well, then we heard them talking about. Um, how he called the state police and he filed a complaint about us with the state police that he wants what? he wants them to investigate our apartment for what's really going on upstairs. And we can hear all this because right. he's saying it out yes. loud. So he wants an investigation and he's he's upset that he hasn't heard back from the state police yet. And apparently oh, yeah, it costs well, money to file a complaint with them. Right, so, so he wants his money back. Right. Um, so needless to say, the state police can be showing up at my doorstep any day of the week now. Um, they can't and, come out without warrant. And then so. I guess he got wise to the fact that now Alex is listening and I'm listening. So now they're not saying anything. Now, literally, yesterday, from the minute they woke up yeah. to the minute they went to sleep, I didn't hear them talk to each other once. So they're whispering like they're being bugged. Yeah, which is what we do now. Like we're whispering. We walk on our tippy toes. We don't want them to know we're in the house. We're listening. Um, so yeah, it's about as terrible as it could fucking be. So it's causing so much stress so in my playing, relationship. You're playing like a game, though. I'm not even kidding. It's causing so much that stress sucks, in my relationship. Man. Like you should yeah. be. So well, I told, I told. Obviously, Alex is like going crazy now. So I told him I was like, listen, I was like, we filed a complaint. Yeah. The leasing office got back to us. Right. They told us like whatever. We don't have to worry about it. Okay. Um. So needless to say. I told the leasing office, basically, I was like, listen, you know, obviously this is like a noise thing, 
But the minute they start banging on their ceiling again right. with a broom, that becomes a harassment complaint in my eyes. And yes. that is going to be a completely different thing because I'm not even going to go yeah, to the policing not, office. That's not I'm cool. going to walk my fucking ass down my steps and knock on their door until they fucking answer it. And then they're going to see like the Portuguese Quintus side of me and I'm going to have like Vaseline oh, yeah. on my forehead. So if they punch me, like it slides right off. It's, <laughs> What's it's, that? It's going heard of that. It's going to be like fucking J-Lo oh, and shit. enough. It's going to be serious shit. And uh, J-Lo and enough. <laughs> it's going to be like serious. I'm going to wrap some fucking like rings on my fingers. What's, what's that line from? I was like, what are you going to do? I'm going to fight back or something <laughs> exactly. like that. Isn't it something like that? Yeah, exactly. So it, it's going to get like serious. J-Lo and enough. <laughs> really oh my God. <laughs> that's a great, that's a great poll, my friend. Holy crap. Uh, it's going to be like J-Lo and enough. I'm going to be like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. So needless to say, it's about as terrible as we can get now. All right. Well, I thought, I thought you had it bad. Uh, but then uh, on my drive back from Ohio, uh, I heard a radio story about um this is uh i believe in the early to mid 90s uh a couple of dudes moved into an apartment in san francisco okay big pink building and when they got there they they discovered that their their neighbors were much like yours uh they like to yell at each other two two old dudes okay and their walls were paper thin and they started recording them and it got to the, the point where these recordings were so comical enough that they put them out they released them as a, a series of albums. Can you actually do that? Isn't that like against the law to record your neighbors? I uh, I think it's San Francisco. You can do whatever the hell, hell Fair you want. Fair enough. Uh, so uh, the the title of the album is uh, called Shut Up Little Man, which is what one of them what always... One calls the other one. So I have a little clip here for you. Uh, you think you had it bad, uh, you know, so listen to this. What I think is that Peter Haskett is a lion son of a bitch. I have never tried to hurt anybody on earth. Except that fucking goddamn queer cocksucker. Right. Time to go to bed. I have tried to hurt you, you queer motherfucker. Yeah, we knew you'd come to that. I knew you'd come to that. It's time for you to go to bed. That's decent, people. We like normal people. We don't like fucking queer. It is time for you to go to bed. And you are a queer piece of shit. And I despise queers. All queers. And that means you. <laughs> I like normal human beings. I do not like fucking You'll be queers. lucky to have a place to live when you come back here. You fuck with my fucking place, you cocksucker. I'll tell you what. It'll cost you more fucking money than you even do. Because I'm telling you. I'm, I've already put this in the hands of a lawyer. Very good. Go ahead. Go ahead and fuck with my stuff, you cocksuckers. You fuck fuck with your stuff. You dirty cocksuckers. You're you're trying to give me pants of yours, Tony. You're trying to give pants to Tony. Nobody wear your shit. (laughs) I didn't try to give Tony. Hey, Tony, can you wear a pair of fucking shirts? All right, so you get the gist. Like, this is literally them recording in their own apartment. This is how loud it is. Okay. That they can make out this clear. There's got to be, like, some kind of bug in these people's apartment. Like, Jesus. It was loud. Can you imagine that that's how loud it is? So it's a gay guy living with a straight guy. Uh, uh, we don't. We really don't know. Okay. There, I think there's... Yeah, I don't know. 
Okay, because like I mean, when you put it to me, it was these two gay guys living or t- two guys living in San Francisco. They, they could be, yeah. That's a, that I'm was like a, I thought that they were both gay together. That was a question. Perhaps they are, you know, because the the the, the animosity that he used that word, it's almost like self hating, right? So yeah, they probably are a couple of gay guys. Okay, I don't know. Uh, obviously, alcoholics. Yeah, obviously. Yes. And I'm just saying, you could have it. You could have it worse. Uh, I got another clip here, a short clip here. That I'll play for you here. Good. Goodbye, you fucking queer motherfucker. The, la- the best thing that can happen to me, according to my doctors, is for I to say goodbye, you cocksucker, and never see you again. I'll be so fucking glad when you're gone. Because I despise fucking punks like you. <laughs> Good night, fuck. You punk fuck sucker. I'll be glad when you're dead. Don't worry. Jesus Christ. Because you ain't a human being. You ain't a human being, you fucking. Don't call me goodnight, you fuck sucker. I am saying, why do you keep preaching? Shut your fucking mouth! My god, this is terrible. It is, but this this is like. Shut your fucking mouth, you fucking stupid. It's like every night is like this. So so much so that they recorded it. They took the best clips, put them into like a series of CDs called Shut Up Little Man. And then I believe it was maybe last year or a couple of years, uh, they made a documentary, which I haven't seen yet, but it's out there called Shut Up Little Man. Okay. So, well, I, so def- just saying, I definitely feel better about I'm my just saying. I'm just saying you think you had it bad. These guys had it worse. I, I just like love the way he's like clearly just talking to himself. Yes. Yeah. I mean, like that's the other one's just baiting him, just baiting him. Just like baiting that's him. that's the thing with our neighbors. Um, they fight with each other. When she's not home, he doesn't talk though. So like he's yelling at the TV when she's there, but it's almost like for her viewing enjoy. Or, like he's trying to show off for her. Like okay. I'm a big tough man. I could yell at my fucking flat screen TV. Right. But when she's not there, he's Nothing. not yelling at the TV. It's for attention. So, like, I don't know either. Like, I know, like, obviously, he's the complainer. He's always complaining loudly. But, like, I think she eggs him on. Okay. So there was one day when the cats were running back and forth, and I could hear her saying, like, ah, what's going on up there? And then when we walked down the steps, we went, like, out to get food yeah. or something. We were walking down the steps. Obviously, you could hear our footsteps. And right. she goes, more noise. So <laughs> I think, Meaning- like, she's irrational. And okay. he's angry right and together like i don't know who's worse okay. if like she's worse because of him or if he's worse because right. of her or who's who i don't know all i know is we've lived there how many months now i've walked by him a few times when i'm bringing out the garbage like yeah. never hello never like a, oh okay, you're, so you're the fucking bitch that lives you're upstairs the bitch in 4b and like i know that they see me because they've commented on things that i wear what do you mean? Like I'll like, be, so? I'll, I'll be like walking up the steps. Like, and, whoa, did you check out her ass today? Like, no, yeah. like, I'll just, I'll be walking in or Holy something. Holy shit! And you know, like I'll, I'll hear her say something about like, oh, she's wearing heels, probably so she could stomp up the stairs, and then like I'll start really stomping up right. the fucking stairs. Oh, so it's a more so of a like, comment how much noise as in yeah. Relation, so much- like she'll look out the window and see me coming or going. Right. They commented when my car was in the shop this week. I was using Alex's truck right. and Alex was using his mother's, mm-hmm. and they were commenting about what kind of profession Alex has because he always has different cars in front of the okay. house. Okay, what was the so, speculation? So they didn't say. Oh, okay. So clearly, um, <laughs> that's probably why. They they want investigating uh, gation clearly sure. my boyfriend and i are dealing drugs from our apartment right you're, you're making meth any. up yeah. there 
So, um, so clearly, like, clearly they don't know what like rental cars are or like loaner cars. So, you okay. know, uh, you know, you know not, not everyone is familiar with that concept. So that's, you know, well, whatever. All right. Well, I'm sorry. So, so needless to say, um, I'm anticipating, I don't know, by like two months from now, you know, we're going to have to kill one of them. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Or the police are going to arrest I me guess. and my boyfriend for... For I, what? I, I don't know. Footsteps in the what house. A, what a pain in the ass, man. Yeah. It's it's terrible. Wow. All right. Well, good luck to you. On that. Thank Keep you. us updated. And, you know, at least it's good good for the pod. It's good pod stories. Well, that's... And you know, that's the thing, too. Like, Alex is getting pissed at them and getting, like, super angry. And I'm like, listen, I was like, I view this as, like, just something I could talk about on the pod. Sure. I, I don't really mind them so much as I used to. Yes. I find it a little funnier now that we're actually pissing them off because it's like, well, ha ha. Like, I'm pissing you off and you can't live with it, but you're pissing me off and I'm making laughs about it. So, right. you know, fuck you. All right. Well, all right, to uh, your neighbor's asshole and fat bitch. Um, keep on keeping on. Keep on keeping Keep on, on. trucking. Yeah. And uh, keep keep us updated <sighs> on your, your situation. I will. <sighs> And so have they ever, could they even make it up your stairs if they wanted to do <laughs> something? I've thought numerous seem, times that like they, they, seem so geriatric they would and, walk up the steps and like knock on the door, but they right. never do. So I don't know. Yeah. And they haven't, I mean, I guess they called for an investigation, but they haven't flat out called the cops yet. I, I guess, I guess not. I mean, Lord only knows what these people do, but like really like what's their noise complaint that we have cats. Right. Like, what police station is going to take them seriously? Right. It's like, whoa, that's... uh, (laughs) Can you imagine you call... Seriously. My neighbor's cats are being too loud. Can I just tell you, My neighbor's cats are being too loud. If the Eatontown cops show up at my fucking door or the state police, like, I'm moving out of Eatontown or New Jersey, like, immediately. Yeah, I'm like, this is is what I'm giving my tax dollars for. Yeah, if they don't have other crimes to worry about, they have to come and investigate my two fucking under 10-pound cats. Yeah. Then we got some fucking problems. Right. All right. Well, sorry that happened to you. I'm sorry, this okay. is happening to you. Yeah, it's, it's okay. But uh, you of all people, too. <laughs> it's either you, it's always, it's either you or Brian Johnson having problems with the neighbor. Like, Brian's having so much problems with his neighbors that he's moving out. He, he got fed up. He's, he's, he's out. Uh, I, I'm, it just, oh, I, I mean, I, any number of things. He listens to Tom Steve Dave for the, the recap. Uh, you know, um, one called Child Services on him because, well, he did, he did it first, but with good reason. And uh, this one was stalking. He had a stalker. This one was stalking him. Um, all kinds of all kinds of <laughs> Jesus crazy. Jesus Christ! Kind of crazy. He, he went and bought a bunch of drop cams so he could, you know, mount them outside so he could record her in case she, she tried to bust in or something. It's really crazy. Jesus Christ! But it's like I mean, out of all four of us, you know, I'm pretty laid back. Yeah. Well, you know, while Mike, you know, we're pretty laid back. You know, all four, it has to happen to him, right? Yeah, it does. <laughs> And then out of you, you and me, you know, it's got to it's got to happen. It's got to be. Me. I, mean, I have neighbors in close proximity, but yeah. they're pretty. They're pretty cool. They're pretty cool. Yeah, one I don't even hear from, and the other, uh, the, you know, the other, one, the other one's great. So yeah. So, needless to say, Alex is already looking at um, new apartment complex. Are you able to break your lease like that? Um, no, we can't. I guess like if it was a, a thing of harassment, we probably okay. could. But like I told Alex, like, listen, I don't want to move. Like I like where we are. I know your place like, is great. I love it. Yeah, like I, I like where great. we are. There was a place that we looked at um 
And who's to say when you do that, it's not well, going to be even worse or happen say, again? There, there was a place that we looked at in West End that I okay. really liked, and it had a huge balcony. I know Alex really liked it, and I told him, I was like, listen, I was like, for what we're paying for the cats yes. to live with us and like the heat and stuff here, I was like, we probably can move into this place in West End. I was like, you know, maybe when it's closer to the time that our lease is up, we could live there. <laughs> you the just origin- moved in there. The original reason you we didn't, moved in. the original reason that we didn't go with it in the first place is because the couch wouldn't have fit, but now we have okay. a different couch. So it doesn't actually matter anymore. Right. So I told him, it's I was just, like, listen, God. I was like, we could look at that for next year. Like we'll have the balcony then for the summer next year. It's such a crapshoot though. Yeah. I mean, you just don't, you don't know. You don't, you don't know what your neighbor, your new neighbors would be like. Nope. I mean, no, even you if you move into like a real nice place, you don't know. Exactly. So I told him, I was like, listen, I was like, we don't, we don't need to move it right now. Yeah. So. Well, you know, maybe one of, one of them will, you know, just, you know. Die. Be, you know, heart attack yelling at Jeopardy. Or. Uh, I wish they watched Jeopardy. I love that show. I would play or, along with them. You know, uh, uh, you know, you know, stroke watching the showcase showdown. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You know, these, these game shows are stressful. You just don't know what it's, could it's push. It's true. It's push true. people over the end. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, before I went to Dallas, I don't know if you checked my Twitter feed at all, but you may have seen a weird, an odd photo of me sitting on Brian Quinn's lap at a Devils game, perhaps. And perhaps you were looking at that photo going, what the hell is going on here? Or maybe you didn't. I would have been maybe, but you you told me where you were, so. Yeah, so uh, a couple weeks ago, I I want to throw out a public thank you to Brian Quinn. Um, He was doing, him and uh, uh, James Murray from Practical Jokers were invited up to the Devils game to live tweet at the game. And... He extended his invite to me. There you to go. go to the game, and um, the uh, I don't know if you remember. It was so long ago, but the uh, started snowing very heavily that day. Yes, and uh, I had I had no thoughts of bailing, but it was pretty bad. So bad, so much so that when I got to the game, I looked in the crowd. Looked like there were like maybe two thousand people there. Oh no, that's actually just a devil's no, game. No, pro- yeah, you're probably right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's you're probably right. That's just a devil's game. No one ever goes there to watch them because, well. Yeah, no, I uh, uh, I used to have uh, some pretty awesome seats at the Devils game. Uh, Kevin bought a pair of club seats for me for my birthday a number of years ago. And he was able to do that because he was writing uh, the movie Hit Somebody, hockey-related. So he was able to use this as a work expense. But, you know, this is a pretty big work expense. Yeah. But I, I remember he he texted me a call. And he was like, hey, uh, I got your season ticket. Happy birthday. I was like, holy crap, man. This there is, you go. It's a pretty high-end birthday present. It's like, God bless Kevin Smith. Too bad it was for the Devils. Um, it was the year where they, yeah, it was the first year they didn't make the playoffs in a long time. I was just, so, oh, so you're yes. the jinx. I'm the jinx. Um, so I was actually going to say I had, who was it? Um, I believe uh, it was the 2010-2011 season, if I'm not mistaken. Was uh, when it had those sweet-ass season tickets in the club <laughs> section. I was 10 um, rows beyond the Devils bench. Uh, at WAG unit <laughs> said, um, he sent me a picture of um he tweeted at me of um how the Boston Bruins are not going to be making the wild card. Okay. Um and um and he said he goes, I believe this is karma for ragging on the devils a few weeks ago on the S and M show. Okay. To which I responded, um, no. Uh every team has sucky years. The devils have more than most. Um not, not really, but so uh so needless to say, um I have actually gotten a lot of people texting me about how uh, the they devil, the, the, the Boston Bruins are They're not in the playoffs. Yeah, so right, actually, well, my um, you deserve it. Yeah, no, yeah, and you, you know what? I'm, I'm totally okay with it. I was like, listen, I was like, I, I can handle it. I could dish it okay. out. I could take it. Okay. Um, you know, I can't wait to watch some of my least favorite teams uh, get knocked out. 
Okay. So? You know, such as uh, you know, New York Rangers. Actually, um, no, I'm I'm rooting. I know you I'm, are. I'm rooting for the New York Rangers. I know you are. It pains me, but I realize mm. that. So, uh, Although the other day on my time hop, there was a great drunken picture of me from a Devils game in which I was wearing a Devils jersey. Really? Yeah, because I used to support the Devils. Oh, well, I'd like to see this photo. Well, you never will. Oh. Um, okay. And I was there with one of my friends, Marissa, and she's a Rangers fan. So she was wearing a Rangers jersey. Mm-hmm. I was wearing a Devils jersey. Right. I do still have the jersey, actually, too. It oh, was my own jersey. You may come back um, to the light side. No, probably not. The good side. Um, but I did, when I, when I used to go to games at... Uh, at Prudential Center, I used to wear if the, if like the Bruins are back when I was a Canucks right. fan. If they weren't playing, I would always yeah, I would I would always wear it. But uh, yeah, no, okay, no. The, uh, this sounds like a this sounds like a um, like stakes for a future bet. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of who my jersey. It's probably Brodor. Oh okay, even better. It's it's the uh, the green jersey too. It's the okay, red and even green. even better. Yeah, oh, the Christmas tree jersey. Yeah. Okay, even better. Uh, so I had club seats, and uh, with that comes like it's pretty plush up there in the club section. You get all you can eat food. It was pretty awesome. Now this time, uh, Quinn, you know, I, uh, I'm, I'm like Quinn um, invites me. He's like, "All right, go to the East End VIP entrance, and uh, they'll tell you what to do from there." I'm like, "What the hell is this? I never VIP entrance. I didn't know, even know there was a VIP entrance." So I pull over. I get there. Yeah, because really, like Devils fans, nobody that's a Devils fan is very important. Well, no, person. like I thought I was at the. No, upper, really, though. I thought, uh, and I and I've been in a box. You, Kevin's gotten a box on a number yeah. of occasions where we watch from from a suite. That was cool. So I thought I'd experienced the high end of watching hockey at Prudential Center. The Devils, no, no. So I pull over this VIP entrance. Guy pulls up. He's like, uh, uh, you know, give me your key. I'll be parking your car for you, sir. Uh, head under the front desk and give them your name. And I'm like, okay, well, well, what's this? So I go up there. Uh, I um, I don't have a ticket, so they're kind of like, where are you you you're supposed to have a ticket. I'm like, no, 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 I'm on a, I'm on the list. And they look and they see my name is on the list, and then they recognize me. It's like, oh, you're Ming from Compromise, right this way, sir. So I'm I bet, glad. I bet Brian told them to tell say that to you. I, I stroke maybe. his ego a little bit. Maybe Brian Quinn wasn't there yet. I had gotten there before. He yeah, did. he, he called covered, it. He called it ahead. I don't know. So they lead. I'm in this underground area on the floor level, and they lead me to this room with double doors. And I go in, and I see there's this whole room, and on one end is like this huge row of sushi, and next to it are lobster tails and crab claws, and I think there are raw oysters too. <laughs> uh, next to it is like a prime rib carving station and all this other crazy shit on the back wall behind there. It's a big de- dessert bar with like. You know, like the most decadent treats. All the fixings. You could have. And then like all these like, you know, these like, uh, you know, freaking cutting board, like appetizers, like, you know, prosciutto and all that. Uh, and, and there's a bar there, of course. Where, and I think all the booze was free. I don't know. It was just handed to me. So and I'm like, what the hell is this? I didn't know. I didn't know this. It was this weird underground, like high roller bunker down there that I never even heard about. And um, dude comes up to me. He's like, oh, you know, thank you for coming. Uh, I like the show. Uh, Quinn should be here in any, any minute. Uh, you know, show you yeah, showed me uh, to the seats, which were you know, um, I, sh- I I sent you a photo. Yeah, they're pretty much on the glass. Yeah, and so I waited for Quinn, and then Quinn got there, and uh, he got me involved in the tweet as in the tweet up or whatever they call it, as well, where uh, a dude was sitting there with a laptop, and uh, you know he would read tweets, and we would re- each of us would reply to them in some witty way, and try to be funny. So and then uh, uh, between the second third periods, uh, Quinn and, and Murray got to ride the Zambonis, but Quinn was like, "How many people want to fit on that Zambon?" He's trying to get me on with him. 
He's like, no, only one other passenger, so. Um, well, good for but you. One, uh, one guy tweeted, and he was like, well, how the hell is Ming able to see over the glass? Or over the boards, he said. It was even more insulting. I was being able to see over the boards. And so we tweeted out the photo where I'm sitting in Quinn's lap. And that's how, that's, that's, that's how I was able to see over the boards. Aw, that's cute. Yeah. So apparently, uh, apparently Q and, and the other Jokers have access to this in these seats whenever they want. Do I hear that little jealousy monster not, coming out of not, you again? No, it's not. It's not jealousy. Yeah. yeah. Well, can we? Can we? Okay, maybe like, a Rewind bit. a second when I was talking. Well, okay, hold on. When I was talking about can, how last night I was watching the TV show Pretty Little Liars, yes. and you checked what their ratings yes. were, and they're because I said I was like they're like the most popular yes. show on ABC Family. Yes, they're very good. Um, and and you looked up their ratings. Oh, uh, about two point two million. Yeah, yeah. and it's pretty did, good. Yeah, I hear that little well, little it's a, jealousy it's, rage no. monster coming hold out of you again. Hold on, it's a show on ABC Family, which is watched more uh you know it's more mainstream i would say it's it's a show it's about worth- four ditzy girls okay. who live these pointless fucking lives okay. with somebody stalking them and none of them are smart enough to actually tell anybody of cause or consequence that show is yes. beating you in numbers yes well you watch it you watch, <laughs> you even watch my show well okay first of all it's an agency family it's got the word family in it it's got a wider reach i would say more mainstream especially in middle america Two, it's on 8 o'clock on a Tuesday, not midnight on a Sunday. Now, granted, we are after Walking Dead, which is the hottest TV show on the planet right now. Not really. On the greatest network on the planet. Eh. But, um, so there, there's that as well. And, and I, that's all I can say. Rage that. Monster. I heard that little jealousy. No, shoot, man. I am I am happy to have half their ratings. I hear your little jealous monster. I'm happy to have half their ratings. I, I hear it when you're talking about the Jokers as well. Um, I don't. Sure, of course, of course, I would like my own. I would be at every game. Fan access. I would tweet that. I would do whatever promo they wanted me to. But may I rebut this? One, we shoot the store in here. We shoot the show in here, of course. And on every episode, you can see that we have a freaking devil shrine in here. So you know, we, and Walt wears the devil's wore a devil's hat. Walt wears some devil's paraphernalia. In every single episode. Well, I guess the real question is why is Walt giving the devils all that free publicity? Because when, he's a fan. When um, they're he's not fan. they're not giving him anything back, and they're giving it to the impractical jokers. I don't instead. know. I'm just saying that. on on all uh, we have aired 52 episodes. All 52 episodes. There's we've uh, advertised devils in every one. I'm just saying that this is a fact. Correct. But it is. All right. Uh, and and if he's if you don't see Walt on screen, there's some kind. There's you know there's a photo of Marty in the background. Not right now, but they moved it. But there's some. There's a devil's it's, cup back. There's a there's a statue of Marty holding up a cup in the background back mm. there as well. I'm just saying. And then uh, if you flip the camera over toward the door, there's a devil's shrine over there. I'm just saying. And we are located in New Jersey, so you know, of course, we're we most we're support, most popular Rangers fans. <laughs> we support <laughs> Jersey's only professional sports team. That's all I'm saying. Two. Um. Yeah. What do you mean? Um. We are Jersey's only, Jersey's only professional sports team. They're not the uh, no, they're the New York Red Bulls, aren't they? Right. Ooh. Which play in Jersey? Uh, so do the New York Giants. And the yes, New York which Jets. is bullshit. But that's for another podcast. Jesus Christ. Uh, I, I also want to mention, you know, it's just a fact. The period of oh, about a year and a half that we did have a podcast called Puck Nuts, solely dedicated to the New Jersey Devils. <laughs> And, and partially the NHL. I was going to say, and because it was solely dedicated to the Devils, um, you know. What? <laughs> I'm all, all right, so that's point number three. No, point number three, uh, our, you know, my boss, Mr. Kevin Smith, um, is also a noted 
huge Jersey, New Jersey Devil supporter. Yeah. So, so you know, why not us? Why? Why, why, why not, why not us? Ming? If Chen? I got those seats, I would. Yeah, I would, hey, hey, what are you doing tonight? Let's go. Let's go eat some freaking. Do you eat lobster tail? I'm allergic. Oh shit. Okay. Well, uh, sushi. Do you eat sushi? Veggie sushi. All right, like prime rib and uh, I know creme brulee. Uh, yeah, creme brulee is okay. fine. All right, I, you know what? Whatever they would bring you, whatever you wanted there. Let's just put it that way. It was like freaking Willy <laughs> hey, Wonka. Hey, I would completely use you to go. See oh, the and devils. free booze. Would play you, the free Bruins. booze. Would you? Get yeah, the free booze? to see the devils play well, the Bruins. Yeah. Well, we missed that, by the way. I know. How did we miss that? God, I didn't even know it was on. We we should have known. We're stupid. <laughs> Duh. Yeah. I really, I, I have to admit, this year I've just been like so out of it with sports wise. Well, you got other things to deal with, like crappy neighbors and <laughs> yeah, with crappy neighbors and like moving and my sister's wedding and my sister's baby and yeah. my sister, my sister, my sister, yes. and you know different shit like that. Like I really didn't watch much hockey this season. It's not over yet, and you know. No, I know. Usually, I watch more games though, and I well, really just, especially like usually most of the time, I don't watch um, Bruins games. But usually, I watch more Rangers. Well, it's games hard. At least. To, it's hard unless you have FSN. Yeah, East usually I watch more more Rangers games though. That's, that's that's painful. That's painful. I'm just saying. Better than watching a Devils game. I'm just saying. Somebody uh, asked me on Twitter yesterday. He was, like, he was like, "God damn, man, can't you hate something?" And our, our dear, New York Rangers. Close second, New York Yankees. So, <laughs> yes, I can. I do, in fact, hate something. Not much, though. There Not much. I, I I tend to feel that life is pretty damn good. So I don't Ooh. I don't have to hate everything like some people do. So you want to talk about Dallas? I do. But before we do that, uh, it is oh, seven o'clock. Uh, would you mind if I made a phone call? Sure. All right. Let's see if. Uh, let's see. If, Jesus let's see if Christ! This works out here. Oh, it's fucking loud as shit. We want it to be loud. Let's see if this works out. And if not, we can talk about that. Just want to say, seven o'clock on the dot. It is. I know. We might have to call back. Come on, pick up. Let's go one more ring here. You have reached the voice. All right, we don't, all right. Jesus Christ. Anyways. All right, sorry. I blew your ears out. Yeah, you did. So talk about Dallas. 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 Dallas, Texas. Yes. Yes. Uh, we went out there for uh, our beloved Walker Stalker Con, mm-hmm. which if you're not familiar with that, it's a... Ming's way of trying to get on the cast of The Walking Dead. Uh, in a in a way, sure. But but it's, they'll it's, they'll have to kill Glenn for you, you know to be what? on it's, the show, it's, if you, and we're not ready for that scene if you, yet. If you can't be on The Walking Dead, it's the next best thing because you're basically hanging out with the whole cast. It's like it's like being on The Walking Dead. That's true. They, uh, it is a uh, is a horror sci-fi convention uh, which revolves mainly around The Walking Dead TV show, and the main hook is they get about ninety percent of past and current cast members. Yeah. So if you're any fan of the show. It's pretty cool because you get to see uh, the cast members in the flesh. And not only the cast members, but uh, you, um, most cons are attended by Greg Nicotero, who is runs a and b Effects, which does all the zombie makeup. He's directed some of the episodes. He's directed probably the best the best episodes. Yeah. And um, he's just a cool all-around guy. So, I mean, not only that, you get to see the people who create the show as well. And um, so this is my third one this year. Did previous ones in San Francisco and Chicago. And uh, I freaking love them. As a fan of the show, I love them. 
Uh, I'm a fan of the convention. I'm a fan of the people who run like the, there's a they have a, a core team of people. Yeah. Who come in and run the convention? I'm a I'm a huge fan of them. They really make you feel like a family. Yeah. So I love love going to these cons and you know and so I know other people out there say, well you're not the Walking Dead like what the hell are you guys doing there? Well, we have the honored privilege of coming on after the Walking Dead, and thus. We get to ride the Walking Dead's coattails. Exactly. Yet again. Yet again. Which is not a bad place to it's be It's not at a all. bad place to be. At all. So uh, the last two I did by myself. This one, all three of us. Brian Johnson, Mike Zapsik, me heading down to Dallas. Oh, you finally figured you'd uh, share the wealth with uh, everyone else? I will always share the wealth. They didn't, they, they didn't come to the other ones. It was their choice. It wasn't my choice. Yeah, go on. It was their choice. So anyways... Uh, so you were asking, did Brian make it? He has a tendency to miss conventions. Brian made it. Brian made Brian it. Brian made it. Congratulations made it. to Brian. He was uh, as enthusiastic as you can uh, as you can expect him to be, which was pretty pretty good. He showed up. So <laughs> showed he was, up. He was on. He was on time, and uh, we we met, we met a lot of great fans. It's cool. Uh, a lot of times, Steve Dave fans come out. So I mean, why? That's it's a pretty cool venue for him to be at. Yeah, because uh, yeah, um, you know, like I tell people, you know, um, you know, if you. Uh, uh, if if you like the show, uh, freaking freaking love you. If you love the show, but if you come up and say you listen to the podcast, yeah, and you can you know you can quote certain moments, and um, so what and, you have to be able to quote certain moments. So like you put the no. quiz. So they come up and they're like, "Ming hey. Chen, I love your podcast." And you're like, "Okay, well I have these five questions yes. for you." Yes. What uh, what did I get tattooed on my body? Yeah, exactly. Uh, yes. Uh, hold on. All right, Ben, I have a request to make this call again. Okay. So. We'll get back to Dallas. Don't don't you worry. I'm I'm not worried. Don't you worry. I'm not worried. I got all kinds of stuff going on here. I'm not worried. Got all kinds of stuff going on. Here. Don't worry. So be happy. Yes. Don't worry. Be happy. Hello. Hello. Hello, everybody. Hello. On the phone right now, all the way from Los Angeles, California. Everybody, Samantha Aurelio, Grammy nominated singer songwriter. Hello, my friend. How are you? How are you? I'm I'm doing great. It is amazing to hear from you. What's what's the weather like out there? It's better than here. That's <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, you're breaking up. Oh, sorry. What's give us the weather report, Samantha? Oh, it's like 95. Oh my god, it's so hot. Are outside. you serious? It's 95 it's like degrees. 90 and sunny and warm, and I'm suntan on my left arm because I've been driving. Oh, you got like the so I'm way more tan on my left side. You got like the trucker tan. The truck yeah, driver yeah, I'm working that trucker tan. Absolutely. Dude, 90 degrees. I just hate you so much right now. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. oh, who's jealous now? Oh, fuck you. Oh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm jealous about real things. You're jealous about fake things. Yeah. As you can, oh, my goodness. As you can see, Sam, uh, the, 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 uh, the friendship <laughs> between me and Quintus here is alive and well. Hello, and well. Sam. Yes. Hi. She's angry at me, isn't she? No, I was drinking. Yeah, she's drinking. Oh, she's boozing it up. Yeah, I'm boozing it up. I can't. I can't tell the difference. Drinking or anger. It's it's true. Yes. Now, when we when we last fine line when we last left off on our tail with Sam Aurelio, she was working on her next album, Mm. and that was back in uh, September, late September, I believe. Yeah. Uh, And then I believe we talked again around Thanksgiving, where we where Mm -hmm. you were really really like in the depths of working on the album and yeah. I'm, I'm calling now because I'm, I'm calling now because uh oh yay about what four or five almost six months later the album is just about complete 
just about complete. I'm waiting on my master's right now. Master's. Can Should you- be printed. Printed up by uh, Monday. Masters. And, uh, Masters. Master. So the, mm-hmm. the album is done, my friend. And uh, it mm-hmm. is, is worldwide release on April 4th, 2015. Absolutely. Which Isn't that also, exciting? Which also happens to be Sam's birthday. It will, it will be released the day after my birthday. Why not the day um, of your birthday? You didn't want to share your birthday with it? Say it one more time. I said, why not on your birthday? Did you not want to like share the spotlight with it? Like you wanted your birthday to be about you, yeah. and then you wanted the next day to be about you as well. well yeah, I'm sort of selfish. <laughs> no, I I wanted to book a Saturday night show, and I wanted to have the release on a Saturday night. Okay. So my birthday fell on a Friday, and I'm doing literally nothing but panicking on my birthday for this show the day after. <laughs> yeah. So I yeah. think we're having a, a little listening party. So on my birthday, so, dude, gonna eat sushi or tacos, you know the norm. Do both. Do both. Sushi tacos. Both. Sushi tacos. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, she's having an album release party, which t- to me is like freaking amazing. Yeah. And uh, this is a release party uh, open to the public, correct? Like you, anybody can come to this. Anyone can come. It'll be at the Hotel Cafe on April fourth at ten o'clock at night. It's ten dollars admission at the door. Um, it's going to be a really great time. I might bring cupcakes. Oh. Yeah. All right. Here's wrong cupcakes. There you go. All and, right. Uh, Shit, I go, to, I go to LA for a cupcake. Yes. So, I, so I, I have two questions. Uh, one, um, is there an album title? Yes. The album is called Stepping Stones. Stepping Stones. It is a, it is a precursor to a full length. So this will be an EP. There's five tracks on it. And it is a... Um, it is the, the predecessor to the full length, which will be in the works in a couple months. So that's that's amazing. Because if I haven't done enough studio time, time to go back in there right when you finish to, to journey on to the next thing. Uh, you, you, Naturally, you know you love it. You say I like, do. You say- I, I love it. <laughs> it's great. It's such a great process. I feel like I've grown so much just by doing that. That's that's amazing. Now, one of these five tracks, if I'm not mistaken, the five tracks. Now, one of these five tracks, if I'm not mistaken, is is my it, song. Is inspired by the person sitting across from me. Well, fifty percent of it's inspired by the person sitting across from me. Okay. Yes, yes. It's it is it is a, a two part anthem, but uh, it came to be because of because of Miss Quintoff over there. But uh, yeah, that will be the the last track on the album. Wow! Save the best for last. Um, it's it's a very raw cut. Um, the way that we're going to be performing it live is actually different than it is on the album because when we're performing it live, we're actually going to have the full band in it. Um, and I would actually like to take it back to the studio and record it with the full band and release it as a single later, maybe just for free, you know, just so everyone can have it. But for the album, we wanted to do a very raw, very cut, very like real bare bones sort of process so it's a lot of piano and then it, it, it gains a little bit of momentum over at the end but it's, it's very raw vocals it was a very emotional day in the studio a very long day um there's some some voice quips that happened and it just we kept them and you know like it's it's very real you can hear the pedals on the piano uh it's it's very cool i really dig the track so it's a pretty raw song Pretty it's a emo- pretty raw. It's pretty song. emotional. So we kept it as raw as we possibly could. I, I I remember the first time you performed it live. Uh, I cried. They, 
Well, you weren't the only one crying. I cried. I, I'm like, gonna, like <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna be like straight up honest. That was the first time that um, my boyfriend, and that my current boyfriend and I went out. I invited him to to Sam's show. Yes, and I don't think he understood what was going on because all he knew <laughs> was that he was there with this girl who invited him, and here she was. This other girl is singing on stage that obviously we're friends, but like I'm crying my eyes out, and he doesn't know what to do. So um, he he has been to another show with you, and now he understands it as my song. So he always knows kind of um that it is going to make me emotional. It is going to deeply set me into memories, um, both, both good and bad, um, for like probably the week after I hear it. And that's just, <laughs> and that's just something he has oh, man. to deal oh, with. The truck is going by. That's just uh, something he has to deal with. Cause yeah. you know, yeah, it's a, it's uh, a, yeah, I remember I didn't even tell you, I was like, Oh, I'm going to play your song. And then I gave no, no intro. Yeah, you just, just busted it out. And as soon as you started, <laughs> you. as soon as you started, I knew it was for me. And it's one of those amazing things because how many people in this world can say that they have a song written about them? Well, probably a lot. Probably a lot of like weird emo kids writing songs for their weird emo girlfriends and shit like that. But how many people can actually say that they have like a beautiful piece of art dedicated right. to them? Yes. Not um, many. Not, not many, many at my all. Friend. It would not have come into existence if it were not for you, my dear. Yes. You are intertwined with that song. So for, for as much as I, as, as I hate everything about what led me to that song, sometimes the most ugly things in this world end up to be the most beautiful outcomes. And that, my friend, is the name of the song, Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes. So this is a stupid we'll question. segue into the name of the song. That was great, Quintas. That was, that was really great, great, right? That was great. <laughs> I was on our fucking roll there. Good, good job, Samantha. Yes. Good it's job. like you've podcast before or something. My it's God, like it's like I do this. I know. It's crazy. <laughs> This is crazy. But this is a dumb question, but the other four tracks, like how do you feel about <laughs> the them? The other four tracks. The, the whole the whole EP should actually you should change the name of it. It should just be called The Other Four Tracks. It's not called Yeah, that. the other four Samantha earlier, the other four tracks. Sometimes and the other four. Um <laughs> I'm sorry, Ming, what was your you how do you feel about them? Your general overall uh emotion, your basic basic overall feeling about the other four tracks. That aren't inspired well, by Samantha Quintus. How do yeah, you feel about Yeah, I mean, them? one of them was a was a re uh, a re record. We revamped Fly Away. Okay. That one will be on the album, and it's, I love the way that it's grown. Um, I'm very excited for that. Then we also finally put into the studio. I had it on my other EP, but it was a live cut from the World Cafe in Philadelphia. So we finally put Circles Down. One of my favorite songs, and it is bomb it's so good i'm so excited for you guys to hear it scott welsh plays guitar on that and he just killed it uh i love that kid he just he just went off he took my vision and i was like i just want you to just go for it and he did and it's great um and then i have better ending on there um which is a super sassy tune um played it <laughs> up and really i like that i got some upbeat tunes on there it's super cool even though they have like this sort of like sad connotation, but they're they're super upbeat. And um, Alex Gonzalez played the drums, and he really killed it on that. Um, and then I we see, have I, I see you have uh, you have an Alex drummer too. I like that. Yes, yes, my Alex drummer who who went to New Orleans and came back to me. Yes, 
It's good luck. I'm totally um, about that. I think ever, yeah, I, yeah. I think you can uh, stay away. It's honestly, fine. I think fine. all the cool kids are in LA. I was to say, I think that like honestly, everyone should have their own Alex that plays the drums. That's that's kind of how there I feel go. about that. There we go. Ming, you got an Alex that plays the drums? I don't. <laughs> you could you could share mine. <laughs> I, I, well, I, I think I think I know someone who can hook you up there, Ming. I think I do. <laughs> well, I, I do have a guitar here that I haven't touched in a couple months, but I, I will. I bought you a book. Yeah. You did. You did. So this album comes um, out. And then the last track, let me just tell you about, is actually a song I wrote out here in L.A. with a friend of mine and another Alex, female Alex. Um, we wrote this song, and it actually turned out to be one of my favorites um, on the album, and it's called These Walls. Um, and it, it, we did it as a trio, um, so there's there's actually no guitar on it. And it, we didn't even realize that we forgot. We didn't forget, but we didn't, that we didn't put any guitar on it until we were mixing it. Yeah. And because it just sounds super full and it's really fun. And it's one of my, it turned into one of my favorite songs to, to perform. So I'm very excited. And that will be the first track on the album. That's awesome. So uh, it's a release, worldwide release, October 5th, then, 2015. And, uh, Say it again? Uh, your album, it comes out on October 5th, or April, April 5th. April. April. April 5th. April super, 5th. Super before October. April 5th. April 4th. Is. It will be released on Bandcamp, and then I will have physical copies um, at my show. It okay. will not be released onto iTunes um, until later in the month, oh, okay. um, but by May it should be up on iTunes. Um, and um, yeah. w- when, when do I get my my song? Oh, you're getting you're getting a hard copy in the mail, my friend. Yeah, I'm getting a hard copy in the mail. Yeah, you are. Jesus. Mail mailing it. Jesus Christ! And uh, where's your Bandcamp site? Is it uh, SamanthaAurelio.bandcamp.com? Yes, okay. mantharelio.bandcamp.com. Okay. Absolutely. And, and I'm sure you Absolutely. Have... There will be links on Twitter and Facebook, Mantharelio Music, all that jazz. Find me on all of the places. You can figure out how to spell my last name. You can absolutely find my music. Okay. <laughs> D- uh, don't worry. I, I, I will tweet it. We'll be playing tunes on here. E- when it's email out. me my song. I want to hear it. Well, uh... Okay, I will. When I get the master back, you got it, my friend. Yeah, I was gonna say, I just, I, I have this like tendency to to listen to a song on record or like, on play right. over and over again in my car. I would really like that oh. to be. I'd really like that to be your song, my song for like the next like week and a half. To, got it. To three, yeah, yeah. To three I think years this was or so. The premise of our conversation last time yes. I was in Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> yes. The one song on repeat kind of yeah. thing. So I, I'd really like it to be like your song for like the next like three weeks to possibly like three or four years. Got it. Great. <laughs> I'm excited to then re-record it and then send you that one too because we will have two versions of said song. Oh my god! So the first one, like I said, is super raw, and then we're gonna go back into the studio. I think we're just gonna do a one-off. We might just like do it live in the studio and record it and print just, it up that day. Just see where thing, it goes. Yeah? I like this idea. It's awesome. Yeah. That, uh, that will that will not be for like another month or so. I need to finish one project at a time. This has been way more time consuming than I even imagined. But uh, it's it's a beautiful journey, and I'm so grateful that I've had the opportunity to even be able to do such a thing. So that's that's awesome. So uh, how does it feel to be a rock star in LA? Like, what's that? What's that like? I'm not a rock star. Please stop being. <laughs> please stop. Your, your modesty is lost on me. <laughs> oh my goodness. I mean, to, to get to play super cool shows. I mean, it's great. I love it. It's been really good to me and I, I get to meet really cool people and I, I play out a lot now and the fact that I get a 10 o'clock slot on a Saturday night at the Hookah Cafe is like a dream come true. That's pretty huge. Like, I I can't wait. So go on to your, it's uh, this Saturday, October 4th. 
2015. Hotel Cafe. Not April. 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 It's April. It's not October. April, April 4th. Not this Saturday. Next Saturday. April 4th. Next Saturday. Hotel uh, Cafe. If 10 you decide to come in October, I probably won't be there. Um, but if you come in April, okay. <laughs> totally be there. All right. I'm sorry. I've been... I might be there all night. We'll go get a drink. It'll be great. I'll probably be panicking until I play, and then I'll be like super bubbly. It'll be great. Awesome. All right. Kind of my motif. And uh, as always, Twitter at Samantha Aurelio. Face- yes, Twitter face- at Samantha Aurelio. Facebook, Samantha Aurelio. Instagram at Samantha Aurelio. Uh, Facebook, Samantha Aurelio Music. All that jazz. Like I said, if you find- figure out how to spell my last name, you could probably find me on all of the interwebs. And if you can't, I'll spell it for you because that's what we're yes. here for. Good old Ming. Yes. Awesome. Well, I wish I could be there. Um, but you'll you'll have. I wish you could too. You will have support from home. I I hear so you'll be you'll be you'll be well represented from the East Coast. Yeah, uh, yes, I have some East Coasters coming my way, and I'm super excited about it. That's that's amazing. So, and you guys are wonderful, and I miss you. <laughs> we we, uh, we, we freaking miss you too. We got we gotta go out there, man. <laughs> yeah, we do. We do. Yeah, I'll file um, that under um, things that I'm paying for and planning for. Yeah, but uh, put it out there in the universe. It'll happen, my friend. That's it. Put it out there in the universe. Yeah. Like, Wait, we gotta go find your angel. Yeah, yeah like, oh, I just, I just need plane tickets and, you know, uh, new neighbors or, uh, you know, a mansion in fucking Rumson. <laughs> That's the easy part, my friend. The hard yeah. part is yeah. the desire and the drive and the, the get up and go. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Listen, yeah. me and me, we, we said that we were going to do all of these things and then we did them. Yeah. Do you remember that, Ming? I do. We were like, oh, yeah, one day maybe it would be so cool to like, play at the Sunset Marquee and like, yeah. do all these cool things. And then we did it. Yeah, and you know what? what so, we did, we uh, next stop is doing the lottery. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, you know, there, and then uh, it'll be good. And then everything else will just be like, easy breezy. Exactly. And, and you know, you, were say, you said you were going to go out and record an album, and you freaking did it. Let that be a, yeah. lesson. Let that be a lesson to all you kids listening out there. Um, you know, with hopes and dreams and goals, just go and do it. Just go do it. Do it. Just do it. Yes. The only one who's stopping you is you, man. Exactly. Just do it. Exactly. All right. Well, thank you very much, my friend. Uh, we will be uh, as the day gets closer. Uh, we will be talking nonstop about your new album, Stepping Stones. And oh, can't thanks, wait, can't guys. A, thanks for calling me. Can't wait to have a copy in in my hand, and we'll be playing cuts. We're playing yes. tracks. We'll on, be playing tracks as soon. Oh, uh, so exciting! Awesome. I'll send you the tracks when I get them. All right. Thank you. Sending warm wishes your way. <laughs> uh, thank you. Thank you. And sending all our, all our East Coast love back to you. Yes. All right. Samantha oh, Rio, everybody. Gra- Grammy nominee. Bye, guys. And most, imp- oh. and most importantly, friend. Thanks so much. Yes. Thank you, Sam. Well, thank you, guys. Bye. Miss you. Talk to you soon. <laughs> awesome. Samantha Rio, everybody. Samantha Rio.com. Samantha Rio Music. Samantha Aurelio on Twitter and Instagram. Yes. Do I spell it? It's Samantha A-U-R-E-L-I-O. Yes. Samantha Aurelio. Our rock star friend making music in L.A. Yes. Just, you know, just for a little. I remember, I remember the first day she told me that she was going to write a song. Yeah. Um, I, was, I was talking to her. I was venting about something. And um, I happened to mention. Oh, I got this like, awkward piece of hair sticking up. Um, I happened to mention. um something about brooklyn and going to see a band play there. Okay. that's actually one of the lines in the it song. is yes and um it's it's funny too because um this song actually does like really throw me into kind of that you know that that 
whole throwing yourself into the past and thinking about the way things were and how they, you know, became that way and this and that. And it wasn't the best of situations then. But like I said, it is one of those lessons that you could take away. Yes. Because something really beautiful came out of all of the pain and out of all of the, the hurt that, that happened in that moment. Was it worth it? Um, Art is always worth it. Okay. That's like True. a that's like a direct quote right there. Right. Art is always going to be worth it right. in my head. Okay. Well, thank you, Sam, for coming on with us. We'll get her on live uh, next time she returns to the East Coast, or I'll go out. You know, we I brought my gear out and potted from the West Coast. So that, I have a whole library of I have a whole bunch of pods that I haven't released yet that me and Sam did. Yeah. From West, uh, West with uh, Claudia Wells from Back to the Future and uh, Diane Farr from Numbers. Um, and uh, all kind, I got all kinds of stuff I haven't released yet. So do it up. You'll be you'll be hearing that. All right, back to Dallas. Walker Starcon. Mike and Mike and Brian show up. Uh, had a great con. Um, we had some new. You, you watch Walking Dead, correct? You're, you're yes. caught up. Uh, had some new cast members show up at these cons, which is always great. Uh, whenever I watch a show now and like a new person shows up, I'm like, oh, I wonder if I'll be seeing him or her at the next con. <laughs> like, who's their booking agent? Like, you know, can we? Can they get them from that kind? Sure enough, they do. So yeah. uh, I made some new friends. Uh, I made friends with uh, Mr. Ross Marcond, who plays Aaron from Alexandria, the uh, the recruiter. Oh, yeah. yeah. Aaron, like, you yeah. know, Aaron. Good looking yeah. Aaron. You know, he's uh, he's gay on the show, but I believe he's straight in real life. Oh. And uh, super cool guy. I know I say that a lot. Yeah, you do. No, I say that a lot, but I'm not, I, I'm not even, I mean, um, we uh we saw each other uh Saturday night at the there's a little shindig at the House of Blues Foundation room kind of like this there's a House of Blues right with the big stage yeah and the foundation room was this kind of an offset like private bar that they had set aside for us uh he rolled in with the dude who played Bob Lawrence Gilliard yep. Jr. and uh, Ross was like what are you drinking buying you a drink and I'm like holy shit man like to me it's still crazy because I'm a I'm a big fanboy of the show yeah so. Uh, he was cool. I met uh, Caitlin Nacon, who plays Enid, uh, the the emo chick, also from Alexandria. Oh, yeah. Uh, AKA, uh, I guess they're setting up to be Carl's future girlfriend. Bitch. Bitch, girl. <laughs> bitch. Bitch, it's a little harsh, but, you know, love interest, perhaps. Uh, you know, they, they had that scene this past week where they're in that little knot, that, that what what do you call it, the hollow tree? Yeah. Yeah. They're kinda, little lover's it's nook. kind of sweet, right? Yeah. It was cool. I wonder how many boys she brings there. I don't think there are a lot of boys in Alexandria. Yeah, there's at least two more. Yeah, you're right. She probably already had her way with them. I don't get that <laughs> feeling from her. Uh, but I went up to her table. Yeah, you know, I like. I, I, it's cool. I like introducing myself. Like, hey, I'm being a comic book man. My show comes on after yours. Like, you know, I'm all. I'm all. It's like. Uh, it's you know. It's like school. Yeah. It's like the. It's like school. Or it's like a dance or something. You, know, you just want to. I just want to make new friends. But I found her dad was there. She's like, oh. Jersey, eh? He's a, I, I, li- I think he lived in Middletown for like 18 years. Okay. So that was cool. So we were talking about the liquor clown on Route 35. Yeah. And, and uh, he, lives in, he lives in Atlanta, Georgia now where they shoot the show. And um, we we're talking about how good East Coast pizza is and how it's hard to get good Italian food in Atlanta and, uh, and stuff like that. So uh, they brought out some lost cast members. This time, so I got to meet Daniel Day Kim, which I thought was cool. I was like shocked. I went to see the movie um, Insurgent yes. this week. I know he's and, in it, and yet he's like he's in it. He like walked out on the on the screen. <laughs> and I was just like, what? and we were the only ones. We went to Middlebrook in the middle of the day, right. on, like a Sunday, so he's like no Insurgent. one else was there. So we were the only people. And he walks out on the screen. I was like, say what? That's the guy from Lost. Yeah, 
Like, as if he hasn't been in anything else. Like, as if he's not in, like, Hawaii Five O. Right. You know, I was just, like, so shocked to see him. Like, outside of the island? Yeah, so. Or a, any, a, any island, because so, Hawaii Five O is also on so, an island. So, so, uh, so yeah, I, um, I love you in the movie Insurgent. Oh, thank you. Well, it, well, well, and this is cool for two reasons. One, it was perhaps the first, you know, I've been to a lot of cons, perhaps the first kind I've been to where there are three Asian guests. Me, Stephen, Stephen, Stephen Yun, and Daniel Zay Kim. Kim. Previously, it was me and say George Takei. So you know, like, and that was it. So it's not we're we're growing in numbers, my friend. Taking over, taking over. It's a fucking scary thought. Yeah. So uh, I, we were actually so like usually I try to I try to get there early and and meet everybody there, but there were so many people there, and then we got kind of we got busy. You know, we actually had to. I don't well, work. It's not call, it's not work. Let's not let's be honest. It's not work. It's that there, you know, there are people like interested in meeting us. It was crazy. They had <laughs> I got up to our booth and they had it split into three lines. It was general admission, gold VIP, platinum VIP. It was split up. Like so yeah, if you had VIP tickets, you could come right up. And uh, I was like, what I was like, uh, like seriously? Like usually they have this reserve for, you know, say Emily Kinney. Yeah. Or Chandler Riggs who plays Carl. Or um, or Norman Reedus, where you know you pay extra for VIP tickets so you can skirt the line. I'm like, who's gonna skirt our line? But there there were people who did it, so it was it was it was cool. Pity VIP. Uh, now I'm sitting there. First day I'm sitting there. I'm setting up my photos, and I'm you know laying the sharpies out. It's a whole ritual now. And up comes up comes a dude. It's like holy crap! But you you guys are awesome. Like nice to meet you. Uh, it was Eric Jensen, who you may know better as Dr. Stephen Edwards. From Grady Memorial Hospital, played the nice doctor. Oh, the nice doctor. Yes, uh, he actually lives up in Brooklyn. Uh, he's been in a bunch of stuff. But um, is this the guy that you wanted us to run with him? Yes. Oh, yes. yeah. Super cool guy. Now yeah. the reason why he was so enthusiastic is he wrote a comic book called uh, The Reconcilers. He's a huge comic book fan, and um, he, he he had copies of the comic with him. And he gave them to us, and we just start. We just start talking about like he was. I here's the thing, like you, you know, I want him. You know, I'm sitting there, like you know, we're we're at the let's we're at the bottom. Yeah. Like, no, and like I go there, I'm like, no one wants to meet us. We're you know, we come on after Walking Dead. You know, they're co- you know, maybe we'll get like five percent of the people who actually come to the con. Yeah. They also watch the show. They come and meet us. That's cool. You never think anybody on the actual show is interested in what comes on after their show yeah it's true so it was freaking it was freaking crazy man it was crazy so you know we're talking about comic books and we're like super cool dude and uh brian uh you know brian had seen him in a bunch of stuff uh he's his uh his wife is an actress by the name of jessica blank and she was on a show called bored to death which brian was a huge fan of so okay so it was like a whole it was a huge freaking love fest <laughs> going on here so um and uh, yeah, he gave us copies of his comic. We started talking about comics. Uh, I read his book on the airplane back from Dallas. It was amazing. And uh, long story short, he's coming to pod with us tomorrow. Oh, nice! He's coming down tomorrow, he's going to pod with uh, me and Mike. We I saw comics. Nice, it's crazy, it's crazy. So uh, um, uh, I also met uh, Colin Moss, another actor. You may know him better as Officer Gorman from Great Memorial Hospital, the the creepy dude with the green lollipop. Ah, uh, lollipop guy. And uh, I thought that was cool when at his booth he had a big bucket of green lollipops that he was hanging, he was handing out. Just like these things are fun, man. We just go out and have fun. So I, I was like, dude, you brought green lollipops. Like, can, can I have one? And he like he unwrapped it and made me eat it. Like, now you didn't do that. 
he didn't do that. It's but, like super weird. But super, super, super cool, awesome dude. Okay. So, so I had, uh, let's, so I had a good time. Um, uh, you may or may not know, uh, my brother used to live in Dallas until he passed yeah, away. Yeah, you said you were going to go and possibly meet his family. Yeah, I, I mentioned this, uh, our last part at Gotham, uh, my brother passed away about uh, over, a little over two years ago. Uh, his family is still down there. And um, so I, I, um, I hadn't talked to him, I talked to him sparingly since then, if not it, um, very sparingly. So uh, I wanted to see if they want, if they had time to have lunch. Yeah. And I actually set that up on uh, the Friday afternoon I was there. We went to this barbecue joint called the Slow Bone. And um, uh, so uh, my brother had his wife. She had three kids from a previous marriage. So one of them came out with, with her. Uh, and her girlfriend. So we got to catch up a little bit. I just want to make make sure they were okay. Yeah, things were cool. So it looked like looked like things were things were cool. You know, looked like things were were going well. So, um, but uh, um, I was talking. So it was his youngest. Uh, you know, he considered him his kids. He didn't officially adopt them, but yeah. they he might as well have been their father. Yeah. So his youngest son. Uh, uh, when I met him, he was about nine, I guess nine or ten. I think he's closing in on sixteen or seventeen now. Wow. So I was talking to him. And uh, I was like, well, how's everything going? What are you doing now? He's like, oh, I'm working at a Payless shoe store. Payless, you know, buy one, get yeah, one. Yeah. Payless. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. I was like, well, what do you really want to do? I was like, you don't want to be selling shoes the rest of your life. Right? I was trying to inspire him a little bit. Yeah. He's like, well, what do you think? What, what, what do you think I should do? Like, I'm like, well, what do you want to do? What do you love doing? That's what you should be doing. He's like, well, I like fixing cars. I'm like, well, that's what you should do. He's trying to just give him a little push. I'm like, listen. Now you gotta go to mechanic school and get you know probably get certifications, and you know but if you love it like it'll be like it'll be like playtime. Yeah, learning all this stuff. He's like, well, it costs money. I'm like, dude, save your save your money, and just then go go fix cars. It's like, listen, I know nothing about cars. I can I don't change my own oil. You just like talking about them. I like talking about yeah, we like talking about past cars exactly. we own. Apparently, exactly. It's like I don't know anything. I was like, listen, a mechanic. Like everyone's gonna need a mechanic. Like they need. Uh, you know, a funeral plot or uh, an accountant or, or you know, just it's one of those things that you're always going to need. Even even the, in the apocalypse, you're going to need someone to fix a vehicle for you. So I'm trying to push them over yeah. that way. But then, um, in this conversation, though, I had uh, I, so I just he said something which stuck with me. And um, I'm, I was just kind of like, how long have you been working at Payless? He's like, oh, I've been there for, I don't know, like six months. And um, But what he said to me was, he said this enthusiastically. He said, he's like, listen, if, yeah, I've been working there six months. If I work another month, I'm going to get a raise from seven fifty an hour to eight fifty an hour. And he said this like excitedly, like it was exciting. Yeah. And in the back of my head, I was like, wow. It's the number of times I've heard Brian Johnson complain about these cons and like how, and this like I'm like and just in the money and I'm just like dude I got a kid here who's excited about making a dollar an hour more it's like you make that in two seconds like literally like I don't <laughs> like there's no one like that it really yeah. put things into perspective about I uh you know going to these cons and just you know how how you know they, they always make fun of me. It's like why are you so happy why do you love going to these so much Number one, I like meeting people who like watch a show. I mean, people who, uh, who ostensibly think I'm funny. I guess that's yeah. that's cool. Yeah, you know, the I, I honest honestly, the money's secondary. I like getting the money because I like buying Apple shit. Yeah, for the most part. 
But and and let's not let's be honest. It's, it's easy. Yeah, it's, it's easy, easy money. It's easy. You you know you you work you work retail. It's you know it's tough. You know, not the funnest yeah. job in the world. And but you know that there are literally people out there say about making eight fifty an hour, and like literally it's it's like two seconds. Like we can make that in two seconds. It's like I don't want to hear you complaining again. So they really it put things it put things into perspective. So I I so. You know, if you if you see me going to a con, you're like, why, why, why are you so happy about this? That's part of it. I'm yeah. just saying. So, so I, uh, I was, I, I was, it was good to be able to meet up with them. So, it was good to see them. Well, that's um, good. That's good. That you get to catch up, kind of with all, it's, all family. It's, it's tough. Uh, like his, my brother's wife. There's a little language barrier. She's yeah, you mostly were saying. Latina, and uh, she speaks mainly, mainly Spanish. Her English is decent, but it's, it's 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 hard to for me it's hard to carry on a conversation with her she doesn't really text either. yeah um so she um if if i want to talk to her, she wants to talk on the phone it's it's it's, it's a little harder uh her kids are like i'll text them. yeah but you know they work you know they work the one works at a pharmacy wants to be a doctor oh, that's cool uh the other one i haven't seen in a while the older one he's got his own things going on yeah uh, and the younger one was really kind of like um yeah he, you know he's just kind of living trying to figure out what he wants to do for the rest of his life and uh, you know he lost his you know lost guy who was his dad a couple of years ago, so it's been yeah it's been tough on them. But they're 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 uh, they're sounds like they're doing good. So I was it's good to see them. It was good to see them. So that was uh, that was that was uh, it was a good thing. And uh, while I was at this barbecue joint, I hear murmuring, and then you know then simply one comes up, and like, "Hey, are you that guy from that show?" I'm like, "Yes, I am." And uh, the owner is a well-respected restaurateur in dallas he's got two places the slow bone and a place called maple and motor which is um one of their like a highly rated restaurants and uh he's a fan of the show and before i left he's like hey would you mind signing my wall and i'm like i'm like yeah hell, hell yeah you know your food was awesome of course i'll sign your wall so i went up to the wall where he's got autographs on there he's like well where do you want me to sign he's like hey would you mind signing next to ang lee <laughs> like so he has all. So he has all his Asians in one side of the wall. Well, not just any Asian. Come on, Ang Lee. Well, yeah. Uh, I believe I'm not mistaken. Oscar winner, correct? Uh, I believe so. Or at least Oscar nominee, if not yes. Oscar winner. I have to look back. I believe he did win. Um, even though he did, the Hulk, you know. Yeah. Which no one's gonna forgive him for. Yeah. But, but he made that terrible, you know. Hulk movie? No. What? What? The other terrible movie. Which one? Brokeback Mountain. Shit was boring as hell. Whoa. Oh, Oscar winner. Oscar winning. That shit was boring as hell. Oscar winning movie, Brokeback Mountain. That shit was boring May, as Might hell. I remind you. Uh, so I look at Ang Lee's autograph. Uh, you know how I signed mine? I do Ming and I sign in Chinese. Yeah. He did the same thing. So now so really you just copied off of Ang Lee. I did not copy off him. It was totally, uh, it was, you know, it was totally coincidental. So anyways. So thank you, Dallas. Thank you, Walker Stalker Con. Um, thank you. We did a we did a thing. Uh, uh, they organized this thing called the Comicman Roadshow. Yeah, where uh, you know we had um, we were on a stage and people brought up collectibles for us. To oh appear. yeah, you were. So yeah, I heard mainly, I was, heard Walt saying that um, that you guys were going to do that. Yeah, it was mainly Mike, and then Brian was making fun of him, and I would chime in here and there. So it was uh, it was cool for our first time. Was it was it like good? Was Mike good at it? Yeah, he was pretty. Yeah, he was pretty good. And then you know, and Brian killed man. He was you know you know Brian. He freaking he's so quick man. He's so quick at making fun of people. It was, it was, uh, it, w- it was great. The one thing um, this dude brought up to our table, it was the Beatles album, um, 
with the 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 were there in butcher outfits and the the mm-hmm. the babe the dolls i don't know if you remember that one where they recalled yeah. it yeah um he had that and i was like dude you gotta bring this up and then by the time we rolled up there i guess he's left already so that's like i really wanted to see that like yeah. up close um because there are different variations of it I'm, and i'm sure he didn't have one of the what do they call it the the, the a pressing or whatever yeah that thing's worth like a ton of money yeah um because i recalled them all so so uh so yeah it was fun now before i left uh you know i had to make a i was gonna hang out there i was gonna go to houston for a while hang out with my cousin and then come back and then come back to jersey i had to make that detour to ohio before i left i visited a uh i i my friend works at a special needs school okay in dallas and uh she has a comic book club there for some of the students there yeah and at this club they watched they watched the show fans of the show and so i'm like um so she asked me if i would come by on the monday after the con i'm like hell, of course hell yeah yeah so i didn't really know what to expect um these were uh the school is geared toward adults um 21 years and over who need for special needs these aren't these are uh people who you know you go to spe- if you have special needs uh you go to school but i guess i guess legally in this country you're only able to go until you're 21 and then you're kind of on your own so the school was set up for um, for after that. Uh, so it was cool. They showed me around the school, and then I got into the room, and uh, the first thing I noticed, they're watching the show. There's a TV monitor up on the wall, and uh, it was awesome. So they had me there. Uh, did, we did a little Q and A. They're trying to stump me with comical questions. Yeah. Which I'm like, oh shit! Like I'm going to look really bad here. So now I'm not Michael Walt. I don't know as much as they do, but I held my own. Um. I brought some eight by tens with me, you know, because I can't stop signing shit. Yeah, exactly. And uh, you know, I was like, "Gather around, kids. Who wants a Ming Chen autograph?" You got like an ego problem. I get it. I guess so. And uh, you know, they um, you know, inspired them to be superheroes. And uh, one of one of the students, uh, her name is Amber, painted me a Superman painting, which I'm going to have framed and uh, I'm going to hang it up here in the I store. I hate child art. There's not. They're not children. They're adults. They're over twenty one. Oh. They're not children. Does it look like child art? No, it looks good. I'll oh, show okay. you. I, I oh, tweeted okay. a photo. Oh. There's a group shot of me at the at the school. I'll look it up. So, uh, big big ups to. Uh, did uh, you put my, it on Instagram? I did. It's easier to find you. Yeah, on Instagram. Yeah, uh, big ups to my possibilities in Plano, Texas. Um, I, I was there for like two hours. I wanted I wanted to stay there all day though, and they were asking me if I could go to the zoo with them the next week. I was like, well, if I lived here, I would totally go. I would totally go. You totally go to the zoo with you guys. Um, and uh, yeah, one of the, um. Couple of them were obsessed with Superman. Well, that picture's okay. She What's, left out his face. That, it's abstract. It's abstract I know. Art, I was making a joke. Isn't asshole. that cool? They uh, they she got the Jerry curl in. Yeah, she did. Get yeah, the Jerry it curl. is. It is really a good. good. Is a good good piece. I like of painting. that kid's shirt. Which one? I'm a hipster. Oh yeah, uh, hipster stands for highly important people. Yeah, no, I like that hipster. shirt though. It reminds me of that shirt. I'm a pepper. Yeah, it's so a Dr. Pepper. Uh, yeah. The font is called, uh, what the, uh, I can't remember what it's called. but Yeah, I like that shirt. Cooper Black is the name of the font. Yeah, the way, I, I, I love Cooper that shirt. Black. And um, Jeff Goldblum wears it in uh, The Life Aquatic. Does he really? I, can't, I don't he know. Does. He does. I'm a pepper shirt? Yeah, he does. I don't it's, remember that. It's when they capture him and then they're at the Hotel Citron and yeah. they go and rescue him. And Bill Murray walks in and Jeff Goldblum looks over and he goes, Stephen. Are you here to rescue me? And they're like playing poker. Yeah. No, Steven, are you here to rescue me? And he looks at his like captors and he goes, I fold. And then they like shoot him in the chest. Yeah. Yeah. So gotta, I'm, it's an I'm a pepper shirt. I got to watch it again. Yeah. Yeah. So I uh, I have to go back and and I, I believe before I came in, they had to get approval from the school. 
And uh, I, I think they had to, they, I don't know if they sent a letter out to the parents or if they had a meeting. Oh, I wasted no way. Why? I wasted no way. I don't, want my, I don't want my kid anywhere near that Ming Chen. Why? Why? Interesting. So, uh, no, apparently there were no concerns. I, I think there was like one concern over the, the show's a little, could be construed as a little ra- racy. A little racy. We get into some off color topics. But in the end, they're like, listen, your kids are, your kids are over 21, they're adults. And you know, yeah, they can make their own decisions. Yeah, and so, so yeah, so uni- almost unanimous approval to bring Ming Chen into the school. So it was, it was cool. I'd like to do it more, actually. I don't know how, but if you recall, I went to a special needs school about a year ago. You did, um, be- because Mike wussed out, and uh, and so I went <laughs> and instead, and and uh, I did well. You but did. You can, that's on a previous podcast. You can you can listen to my adventures yes. at that at the Jersey based school. So thank you very much. Uh, thank you to Crystal for bringing me in. Crystal's my friend who um, co runs the art department there. Also the head of the comic book club at My Possibility. So, um, but speaking of cons, uh, there is a TV project. Yes, about I alerted to, you about so. to launch. Yeah, uh, put on by uh, Ellen Ellen. Uh, Tudic, I for, I think I I believe that's how you pronounce his last name. Uh, from Firefly, is it Turdick? Tudic, I believe Tudic? it's Tudic. Yeah, there's is there no an R, R in it? it. I don't believe so. Alan uh. Tudic and Nathan Fillion, uh, who you may know from as Brown Coats, Firefly, and Serenity. Yes, they are. Uh, they have an Indiegogo fundraising project going on right now. I think they already like reached. Oh their yeah, goal. they did. They yeah, I think it. I think that like they they put it out there, and I think less than 24 hours later they yeah. had reached like exceeded their goal. Yeah, and this is a project near and dear to my heart. Uh, they're calling it Conmen. Yes, and it is about. Um, well, the gist of it is uh, there's a teaser trailer out there. Uh, it's about two men who were on a once popular sci-fi show, one way more popular than the other, and uh, about them going. On, on the Comic-Con convention circuit. Yes. All the wackiness that happens. Uh, the teaser trailer is Alan Tudyk um, at an airport bathroom. Uh, he's in a stall. He's talking on the phone. All of a sudden, the guy next to him is like, hey, are you that dude from that show? He's like, hey, uh, I, uh, I, I loved you. Can I have an autograph? And slides a, slides a sci-fi magazine. And he's like, well, I can't sign this. I'm, well, one, I'm taking a dump. Two, I can't sign this. I don't have a pen. Next frame, like you see a pen being chucked under the stall. Yeah, and then you hear a voice from the next stall, like, "Hey, you're, are you from that? Are you that dude?" Yes, and that's funny to me because that something very similar happened to me in a con bathroom where I, I just I wasn't taking a dump, but I was just taking a piss, and I was washing my hands. And I was walking out, and the dude was like, "Dude, dude, dude, I'm sorry to ask you this, but can I have your picture?" I'm like, "Here in the bathroom." He's like, "He's like, listen, you're getting mobbed out there. Can we just do it here?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure." And then after him, another dude. Clearly, he thought you were somebody else because, like, how many times do you actually get mobbed coming out of the bathroom? Right, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, so, so he, he thought you were someone listen, else. Listen, he wanted to take a shot, and I'm, I can't blame him for that. That's true. Uh, like Wayne Gretzky says, you, you miss 100% of the so shots, the shots you, don't take. you don't take. Yeah. Right. So now, are you jealous or mad that they're making the show Con Men without asking your permission? Why do you need one? Why do you need my because permission? Because you are He's, the Con Man. I am a Con Man. And, a, and if you look at the Con Man totem pole, I'm not even at the bottom. I'm like the dirt beneath, beneath. beneath the pole. Beneath their, their and Nathan pole. and Alan are like at the top. Let's yes. be honest here. So... If anyone should be making a show like this, it should be these two. Now, my question is, do you think they should waste time making the show Con Men, or do you think that they should just make a sequel to Firefly? 
<laughs> because like the first they thing should, that they, I thought yes, when I heard they should be out there making yeah well this they, is like the thing the first thing I heard when it was brought to me that Nathan Fillion and Adam Allen were were, were coming out with this Indiegogo two dick we're we're coming out with this Indiegogo campaign for a show pilot that they wanted to launch i'm okay. like sweet they're coming back with firefly 2 okay and then yeah. i was a little disappointed to find out it was not firefly 2 yeah uh correction it's called con man not con man yeah. con man yeah it's about one guy um they were trying to get their goal fundraising goal is four hundred twenty five thousand dollars. they have as of right now raised two million three hundred fifty seven thousand seven hundred thirty one dollars and there are 15 days to go yeah. So they're going to... So needless to say, they, they, they can have, actually just scrap the script and go for Firefly. They probably could make Firefly <laughs> they, around $2 million. They can go for Firefly they probably season could. two. They probably could. Instead of this, like you think this is just a waste of resources. Uh, yeah, I think this is like a waste of them getting money from people. Like They should have just said, fuck it, we're going for right. Firefly season two. All right. That's what everybody um, wants. Do you think they can get everyone back? Jewel, uh, State, State, um, Monica Baccarin. Yep. Most um, of them are doing nothing except Gina Torres. She's on Suits, but yeah. how much time does that really take? Right. Get Gina Torres back. Uh, who am I forgetting here? Who, oh, uh, Adam Baldwin. I don't Adam? think they can get the girl. Well, actually, Summer, yeah, Summer get, Glau, she's Summer not doing Glau? anything. Oh, sure, yeah. Yeah, she's not doing anything. Yeah. And, and uh, how, do they bring, how do they bring Wash back? You don't. You, don't, you have to. You don't bring Wash he, back. He, he raised all the money. Fine, then you bring him back as a reaver. That, that's, exactly. That's how I, that's how I see you it. You can't bring him back as a reaver. Why? Are Why you not? serious? Why not? You cannot bring him back as a reaver because he's just going to want to kill them. Like what? Now we're going to have like a fucking reaver with a soul? Come yes. on. That's like that terrible show, I Zombie, that they're doing on TV. That's you like, like I Zombie? some fucking dead girl helping himself. That did is you like, watch it? No. Well, and I refuse to. Did you? I did. Oh, Jesus Christ. I, did. I liked it. It's uh, like Veronica Mars with zombie, with the zombie uh, main character i think and veronica mars is great yeah veronica mars is great because it's about a living breathing human i zombie is dumb because it makes me want to bang my head one it's based on a well written eyeballs into nails best-selling comic book first of all yeah no and two that's not okay put on by the same team who brought you veronica mars all right. Well, all right. No. That, way regardless, to be, way regardless, to be open-minded, my friend. You can't bring him back way as to be a reaver. You can't. I know that everyone wants him back, but you just you can't have do to bring it. Wash you back. just can't do it. Then you know what? Joss Whedon shouldn't have fucking killed him. Okay, I agree with that. Well, okay, he, Joss Whedon was like, you know what? Fuck this. I, I can't make Firefly anymore, so I'm going to kill everybody's most I, beloved Wash. I agree. I agree. I, I'm not arguing with it. It was on the other day. I watched. I got very angry. Uh, Firefly or Serenity? Serenity. Serenity's so good, man. Firefly so was better. So uh, I it's oh man when I when I when I saw it I was like wow this is a good this is if they're going out with this this is a way to go. Yeah. So it was awesome. so uh, I'm looking forward to Conman. And if you're gonna you, bring, hey, wait, you, if you're gonna bring back Wash, how do you bring back Shepard? I don't know. You I, can't. You can't bring back right. these people. They're dead. They're gone. Right, Say okay. goodbye. He raised all the money. That's all he could do. All right. And uh, you know uh, Nathan or Alan, if you're listening out there, um, which they're not. I know, but if anyone knows them, or you know, maybe go. Up Ming to wants to be on the show. Basically, yes. Yeah. I have experiences. Oh, I've experienced going to many conventions. Jesus. I know what it's like. Uh, I like to think I'm sort of funny, and uh, yeah, I'm just saying. You need more, you know, you know, you need more color on that show. Just saying. Little, you know, I'm a man of color, and you know, let's mix it up a little bit. Mm. So, uh, and as evidenced by Walker Stalker Dallas, the the Asian. Con guest population is growing. It's growing. It's growing. It's not just George K anymore. I'm just going to say, if it comes between like you 
It's not just that if it comes between you and, and um, Tim Allen and them doing like a Galaxy Quest kind of okay. thing, they need to go with Tim Allen over okay. you. I'm just saying All that right. because like who doesn't love show of hands? Who does not love Galaxy Quest? Everyone loves. If, if your hand is in the air right now, you are dead. To I'm me. just saying. Uh, I would. Lo- um, I'm just saying. Uh, you know, my schedule is fairly open, except if I'm at a con. Um, and uh, if you need two Asians, uh, get me and Garrett Wang from uh, Star Trek. I'm just saying. You know, get a couple Asians in there. So con men coming at you soon. Okay, let's wrap this up. Okay. Well, I got a number of topics here. Do you want to talk about uh, Comic Con season four, the wrap up? Last episode aired. I don't know if you saw. I don't even know what the last episode is. Did you see me rap? Did you see the rap battle one? No, I didn't. Why? Out of all of them, why didn't They're you rap They're on my DVR. One? I really just have to get... I haven't right. watched anything. Well, spoiler, I get into a rap battle with DMC and run DMC. Like, that writes itself. How could you not watch that? Okay, I'll go watch that one. Okay, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. As, you know, someone who's written, witnessed me rap Yes, live. and I've witnessed the writing process. Yeah, and I won... I won when you were here, by the way. Finally. Well, you won, but then you really, like, really lost. Right. Yes. So you know, season four has ended. Uh, I thought it went pretty well. The ratings were, ratings were very good. Maybe not pretty low liars, but we, you know, we were up there. <laughs> went pretty well. Um, so you know, season, are you anticipating season five? Yeah. Uh, stay tuned, my friends. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. That's okay. All I'm gonna, that's all. I'm, that's all I'm going to say. And um, who's the first person you're going to tell? Probably, probably my wife. Wow, that's Perhaps. impressive. But you you might be a you might be the second. Well, I I told you I want to be in your top like five. Okay, but I think top three maybe. Okay, but like oh you know I might text in my Walking Dead buddies first. But, you know, <laughs> oh, gee, sorry, I'm not just, you know popular enough to be on a know, famous TV show. You know, Eric Asshole. Jensen or uh, you know Christian Serrato. Well, maybe I'll, I'll send her a text. Listen, you dropping names of people just, who don't matter. I'm just I'm just, I'm just saying. Mm. I'm just saying. Yeah, when you get Andrew Lincoln on speed dial, this girl still don't care. Oh, okay, nice. All right. <laughs> okay. And uh, Walking Dead 90 minute finale, which is why we had a two episode finale this week. Yes. Um, I don't. Um, you generally do not like the show. So how no, I, I actually, been you know, awesome. God, you gotta shit, admit it's been no, awesome, I though. fucking hate Alexandria. Like they were going so good on this season, and then you got to Alexandria, and like yeah. I don't know, Rick has become exactly what he fucking hates. Oh, like he crazy. has become the guy's. In the bar that made him kill humans yes, to has. begin with. He he's become that person. Bar. I won't say that he's become the governor because he's not like actively going out and seeking people to kill yet. No. But that's like next. No, I, but like he's become the people he hates. Right. And like his whole like I'm covered in blood and I'm flipping out like. Yeah. Right. And I'm going to make all the decisions. Yeah. yeah like Rick Tatorship. Like yeah. that's got to go. Like it's just, you know. Uh, they, they need to like string him up and beat him. Are you excited for the ninety-minute season <laughs> no. finale? You're not excited. No. Ninety minutes. That's got to. It's no. got to be awesome. God, that's like eighty-nine minutes too long. All right, so you've given up on season five already. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I mean, God, you have to admit, season five has been pretty awesome. Yeah, the, the hospital yeah. was a great twist. Yeah, no, the the um, hospital's been good. I I liked when they weren't terminus at Alexandria. Was the, you know, opening over terminus yeah, like, that was pretty I, awesome. You know, I I liked pretty much all of this season. Then they got to Alexandria, and I feel like they really like hit like a stop. Uh, um, it was it, I I think it was it was uh, planned out that way. You know, it happens in the comics. No, exactly. So, so even in the comics, it was meant to kind of slow them down. It's a little not. Bit. It's not terrible. <sighs> because there's some heavy shit coming up. If you're if you're yes. if you read the comics, like yes. some really heavy there's shit. Some, they yeah, obviously really heavy. So um so um 
But God bless them. Uh, more Walking Dead means hopefully more comic book movies. Yeah. So, so, you know, keep stay tuned. Stay tuned. Um, and uh, uh, real quick, uh, you recommend a book to me called uh, Robo Apocalypse. I've talked about it numerous times on this show and on Pizza Beer Revolution. You have. Um, uh, I mean, I always. I mean, you never steered me wrong. Let's so. let's not talk about it this week because right. there's so. I'm much, not even done with it. So. I was to say, yeah, there's so much to to talk about. So, um, was, but what part are you at? Uh, I am. Uh, I think near the middle, where uh, it's um there uh there's a part where it's documented by a series of recordings. So there's a guy drilling uh, up at the North Pole. <laughs> oh, that was creepy, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I can't. And uh, if I'm if I reading correctly. Uh, Spielberg has bought the rights to this book, and he, he's going to he make it, it. Yeah, he bought it a while ago, okay. and he's kind of put it on the back burner indefinitely. Yeah, because if you look at like Spielberg wants to do everything all of a sudden. Yeah, he's, like, so a lot so of I projects. hope they don't make it. We'll talk about it next week okay, because the, okay. I actually yeah I actually started reading it again because um the sequel came out and I realized I started reading page like one of the the sequel and yeah, I was you like didn't remember I anything? didn't remember okay. anything. I didn't remember half the characters, so I was like I want to go back and read the original. So I read the original, still as good as I thought it was. Um, and now I'm going to be starting uh, probably like tomorrow. Yeah, it's good. It's um, I mean, if, uh, I mean, it's definitely influenced by uh, Terminator, uh, World War Z, yes, and uh, the Abyss. Yeah, a lot, a lot, of, but all all cool things. So. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Keep reading it. I want you to finish it. It gets there's some really good, good shit parts coming up. One of um, you've actually already reached one of the chapters that really like irked me. Okay. Um, I think you've reached two of the chapters that really irked me. So we'll talk all about right. them next week. Okay. Cool. I, uh, yeah, I was reading. Then I got distracted. I've been watching the Twelve Monkeys TV show. It's pretty awesome. I've been watching Pretty Little Liars. Yeah. It's killing my brain. Is it awesome? I heard the finale was like not that good, but um, well, they were gonna have like if you know anything about the book. show, like there's like obviously somebody tormenting these girls named A, and um, it was the big A reveal. The reveal. Okay. Um, yeah, no, not so much of a re- reveal when they reveal a character that you've actually never met before. Yeah. So not a real reveal. Uh, oh, it was a cop, little cop yeah, out there. Yeah, it was. It was, it was right. like I'm a little low blow. But I'm sorry. You're I mean, so you know, I, I'm looking forward to the the summer because now they're going to start explaining everything for real this time. Maybe who knows? All right, fair enough. Uh, if you haven't watched Twelve Monkeys, that um, awesome could use your your support as well. So they're um, it's a sci-fi show. So um, it's good. It's so good, man. It's so, if you uh, you know you, a few years ago, I actually was pleading. Um, with everyone I know to watch a sci-fi show called Caprica because yes. it was the yes. you know sequel to Battlestar Galactica right. and that shit got canceled. It so did. I don't really feel bad for you. Not to mention, right. um, I don't think Twelve Monkeys getting canceled. I think it's so good. Not, they, they... N- not to mention, I mean, like I'm not going to bring it up again and again. But okay. The river. Oh, the ri- yes, I know. No, keep bringing it up because you never some. You know what? Sometimes things don't die. Somebody actually a few weeks Sometimes ago, somebody tweeted die. at me about how they watched The River and yeah. it was fantastic. I was like, yes, me and my one supporter are going all the way with this well, one. I'm serious. Something, sometimes things don't truly die. Uh, uh, case in point, uh, there's the Flash TV show out now. Yes. Um, doing very well for the CW. The guy who plays uh, Barry Allen's father was the Flash in the 1990s, 90 Flash TV show, which only lasted a season. Now, 1990 here, 24 years. Can you imagine getting that call 24 years later? It's like, we want you back. But not as a flash. No, but <laughs> but still. On the, and, and, you know, we want you as a regular, you know, a, a recurring cast member. 24 years went by uh, and they gave John Wesley Ship a call. And now, he, now he's back on the flash again. And doing cons again. And doing cons. Yeah. Just, I'm just saying. Things Con man. Truly don't die. Like, I may be getting a call when I'm 65. Like, hey, man, remember you were on that show, Comic Book Man? No, we want you back. To play 
a mentor for oh, comic book man uh 20 2040 20, 2040 yeah i'm going 2040 yeah so i'm just saying so if you're bored you know if you're looking for something to watch 12 monkeys recommend me to by the brian quinn who never steers me wrong so okay um all right are you are you working next tuesday i asked you but um you until like 4 30 really yeah you don't come to the city with can you get away for uh yeah, you, possibly. There's a Fast and the Furious, whatever the sound movies, a special screening put on by Quinn and Sal on the Impractical Jokers. And I think they're doing a live show afterwards. Invite only, my friend. And I've been invited because, well, because we're friends. But Okay. But yeah. if you're free. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, All right. I'll Just, uh, check my schedule. Make invitation sure. for you as a veteran of uh, uh, a Tell Em Steve Day podcast. Yeah. Like the Tell em Steve Day the, podcast. Yes. Arguably. Um, the best me, one let me know yeah i will all right cool all right and that's, okay god i have so much more but we'll talk about it next yeah we'll week. talk about it next week that's you know kobe wanting back in the nhl oh, sh- i'm not talking about uh that. should i buy a 400 dollars microphone no um you know your your car being repaired pixels the movie pixels the movie yeah we got a lot of stuff yeah we got the- oh yeah i forgot i wrote that on your paper not mine you did what else were we going to talk about? Oh, Rick Grimes, Cray Rick Grimes. We talked well, about yeah, that. Yeah, we did sort of. Yeah. So, okay. all right. Well, welcome back, my friend. It's welcome good. Back. God, I missed. I did miss this. Yes. I did miss this. Like a boy on prom night, just itching to not do it. Pull up my to, skirt. No, to pod. To pod. Um, you know, it was. It was a lot. It was almost, almost like three weeks, man. I know. It's crazy. So, thank you for listening and hanging on with yeah, us. Yeah, thank you. Thank you I know guys I for preach, missing us. You know, I, you know, I, I know I preach consistency, but. Sometimes shit happens. We're not shit. I mean, freaking death on the family. Give me a break. Stop. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> no, nobody's yelling at you. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> nobody's yelling okay. at you. Uh, I'm leaving you off uh, with a song called In the Stillness uh, featuring our friend Samantha Aurelio. Um, you should have put it on my song. I don't have it. And well, You don't the, have like an old cut Well, I do have a live cut, but she doesn't want me to play it because it's not perfect. You Fair know, enough. Yeah. So uh, this is... In the stillness, Samantha Aurelio. So thank you for listening, everybody. Thank, thank you, Samantha. You. And uh, we'll talk to you next week. Yes, we will. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at Smodcast.com.